hip hop, nerd shit, sports show, and a little bit of random fuck. Enjoy. Yo, this your boy Taylor. Black is the new black. This is your good brother, Jonesy. What's up, everybody? My name is Benjamin Anderson. We are now on the Rage Verse Network. Black is the new black. Welcome to another edition. Black is the new black. So, without further ado. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Black is the New Black. This is your boy, Benjamin Anderson. Taylor will be here later. Jonesy, introduce yourself. Here. It's boy, Rick James Jr., the third, offshore, the fourth, Migo, Ricardo, Jaime, El Trace, and a bunch of other most shit, but you can call me him downstairs, here, there, and everywhere. Jonesy also works, too. Him downstairs. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So, without further ado, um, this is Black to New Black. Um, we do sports, nerd shit, hip hop, wrestling. Uh, a big chunk of the show will be wrestling because we just had WrestleMania. Uh, but so we're going to go through, um, sports and nerd stuff, even though we got some pretty big, especially Star Wars nerd stuff to get through. Um, but we're going to get through all that stuff, um, first and then we'll get into wrestling. Um, so without further ado, sports, um, NBA playoff starts tomorrow. The playing games are tomorrow. Um, so that is exciting. Uh, Lakers will be playing Memphis in the play-in. Play-ins, but you know what? Not Memphis, Utah. Utah, not Memphis, Utah. Right? Yeah, Lakers will be playing Utah. That, that's the whole thing. You, you want to go there, or you want to work your way to there? Uh, what Rudy Gobert being? I don't like Rudy Gobert as a player. He's very. I don't like. I don't. I don't like him as a player. He does not seem like a good one either. So yeah, I don't know him as a person. I don't. But every time he speaks, I like him less. Um, I'll say that. There we go. Uh, maybe don't spread COVID around the locker room by licking people's belongings. Yeah, yeah, he did some weird shit when COVID started. That was enough. Um, for me. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he has been suspended. He will not be in a playing game, which they absolutely have to win to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't, I think they get to play us. I think they are the eight. Uh, I think if they lose, they play another game. Maybe. Um, I can't recall, but, uh, all I know is, uh, five players and five picks for Rudy Gobert in the year of our <laughs> Lord 2000 in any year. It's some nasty work, boy. These poverty franchises. Five players and five any, picks. Oof. Anything. Four of which were number one picks. Yeah. Oof. That's a lot for Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I, um, mm, maybe don't punch your teammates, man. Uh, you know, fight in the locker room. That stuff happens. That's normal. We just don't see it on TV and stuff. But, hey, man. You took a punch at this man on live TV. How, how's that helping yeah. y'all in in the in the in the context of that game? How was punching your teammate going to help what was happening on the court? I, I don't understand. I, I just I it was really not. Understand. Yeah, oh. you're not even good enough to do stuff like that. There's some guys that right, wrong, or indifferent can get away with behaving like that. You not them niggas. You are not on 
Rudy Gobert is not that guy. He ain't him. You don't, yeah. He doesn't get to take uh, sucker punches at teammates. You don't. Michael Jordan could do that to people in the Bulls' locker room mm. or courtside. Kobe could do that. Shaq, whoever, who, whoever was that guy on their team that's been that guy within the bigger context of the league. Rudy Gobert, at no point in his career, has been, we let you swing at a teammate and the organization lets it slide. Good. That's no. Yeah. So yeah, Raymond didn't get to just punch that guy. Like there was a consequence. He, he has to say like what one two. There were consequences. Yeah, uh, he's Draymond. He got fined. Come on, bro. Yeah, like bro. Yeah, there, come on, man. That that was a wild. It was in training camp, so I think he was suspended through training camp. Yeah, like bro. That's crazy. But anyway, uh, I think the Lakers are going to win that one with or without Rudy Gobert being there because last time they played them boys, yeah. a- AD had their entire backcourt in the goddamn perfect plex. Damn crippler cross yeah. face. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um Yeah. What else do we have going on? Um there was a lot of fights this weekend. That was wild. We yeah. had uh that, that was crazy. Yeah, we had uh the UFC the uh Israel Adesanya versus Alexander Pereira. Um no, was that? The, I only saw one fight from the card. <laughs> oh, um that, I haven't got a chance to sit and watch one? that card. Hmm? Was it this Yeah, one? it was only the main event. Yeah, okay, it was only minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Izzy uh, went out and did what he had to do, man. He he, he redeemed his win, he redeemed his yep. loss. So, yeah, I think he might um, fight him again just to get that other loss back from uh from kickboxing out. We'll see. Um, yeah, it was ice we'll cold, see. man. We'll see. He knocked that man into the shadow realm twice. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if they're gonna fight again, or at least not right away. Um, I think they were talking about Pereira moving up to um, uh, two hundred five. So we'll see. I, um, yeah, I, I can see him fighting that way. Uh, yo, Brian Mendoza sent uh, Sebastian Fundora, aka the world's tallest lightweight nigga, to the shadow realm. Uh, which I didn't see that fight, but I heard about it. Oh, um, I watched that one, and I will say this about uh Fundora, man, that guy. Surprisingly good at fighting in a telephone, a telephone booth, considering how lanky and, and lengthy he is. Because that most of that fight, I mean, most guys, I, I know you've seen Fundora fight before, so most of his opponents yeah, always try yeah. to, well, well, let's get in close. It's like his, uh, it's, it's as if his team only trained him for that fight because immediately, which um, is kind of silly because the nigga's like 6'4. Right, right, so like but, use your length the distance, but I mean Ben, he was sliding those uppercuts in. He, when you watch it, you'll see that's like, cool. He, he, worked he really died, good. and then he died. Yeah, I, was, I said all that to say this: he fought a really good fight. He was dominating that fight, and then he died. Yeah. And when I say this man died, this dude got not like you can see where the first punch that actually hurt him took him out. He was out on his feet. But that second one, when the, when, the, when, the, when the neck cranked and the arms went stiff, I was like, hmm. damn, because he was tagging Buddy, too. Like, he, he slipped one of his punches, connected, and then didn't stop connecting. I, it, was, it, was, it was one of the craziest knockouts I've, I've seen personally. Yeah, it was a great fight, by the way. Great fight overall. So, like, yeah. yeah. We also if got like uh, Shakur Stevenson. Oh, go ahead. You know, oh, yeah, Shakur. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, like, for the yeah. people that are casual boxing – for the people that like to watch Creed style fights, you will probably enjoy that one more than someone like me who likes, you know, no more, uh, 
I like watching defensive fighters, guys that I like the beautiful science of boxing. I like a good, a good slugfest and what's the next guy, but I also don't go out intentionally watching these to, you know, catch a little CTE in progress. Uh, but as we're saying, Yoshino versus Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson jumped up a weight class for this fight. And, uh, yep. at no point was he in danger of losing this fight. I will say Yoshino no. has a lot of heart. I give that man props. But, uh, as me and Ben were discussing off camera, I'm going to need y'all niggas to have a little less heart if you want to have a little more quality of life later on. I'm glad the referee stopped him when he did because he let him work through it. He let him work through the the, the 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 haze of the punches he was receiving. He always got a chance to fight back. But at a certain point, I, I applaud the ref for calling it when he did because he let, he let the fighters fight. But he also did, you know, the primary aspect of his job in protecting the fighters from themselves. But uh, Stevenson... Stevenson had no there, there was no point in which he was in danger of losing that fight there. It wasn't a yep. dog walk. So now he, if it had went yep. all twelve, so now he's a decision. A, yep. So now he's the number one contender for the winner of um Devin Haney, Vasily Lomachenko, which happens next month, April, I wanna say. I wanna say next month yeah. or later. Either next month or later this month. If it's April, then it's this month. Um I don't remember. I thought it was in May, but it might be in April. This month. I think it's later this month. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so that's, and four belts are on the line in that fight. So if you're a boxing fan, yep. definitely check that one out. Speaking all of the major uh, lightweight titles, big fights: Errol Spence Jr. versus Terence Crawford. According to uh, Bleacher Report, we got a date and a location set as of two hours ago. So hopefully, oh, really? yep. Hopefully this sticks. I'm about to drop that into. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I, I did know that they. Yeah. Well, the this is the farthest we've got. June 17th. Okay. This is the farthest we've gotten as far as with this negotiation. You got a date and you got a venue. If that is the point, if we got a date, you said June 17th, trying to make sure I'm off work. And I am not. I might be taking that day off. We'll see. Um, Maybe. Um, But yeah. Um, Yeah, this is the farthest we've gotten in this with a date and a, a location. So Apparently the the actual like official announcement is going to be again uh during the uh the Davis and uh, the, uh, the Garcia Davis yeah the Garcia yep April yep 22nd. the Javante Davis Ray and Garcia fight. yep My so calendar. we'll see we'll see we'll see um the final sports thing because I don't want to spend too much time on sports because like I said we got a lot of wrestling to get to um the Baltimore Ravens sound Odell Beckham Jr. um with the express understanding from Odell that Lamar would be there and Lamar and Odell were hanging out yesterday with Lamar looking miserable in the club. Lamar being me in the club. Uh, there's a video. I've been places with this. Video. I can't even, <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand. Like I, I, like we go to conventions and shit together and I'll talk to, I'm the friendliest out of three of us, like a random stranger walking to me like, Hey man, what, what, what you checking out there? And he'll be looking at them like, None of your fucking business. Go. We don't know you. Go away. And I'm like, hey, want to hang out with us the rest of the convention? And Ben will want to be fair. Be like, Why are you talking to this stranger? To be fair, it is not that I am rude. I have literal I, social I, anxiety. I, I hope it didn't come off that way. It's just, we're, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's telling two different, uh, two, two different types of me. Yeah. So he's not. He's never rude anymore. Yeah. But it's, I, I, because I know him, I can very much tell. Like, okay. Actually, I'm doing too much for his comfort level. Like, I, I 
I've been out to dinner with this nigga. I probably talked to the wait staff way too much for his comfort. Like, hey, just, just tell him we're fine. We don't need more bread. You don't have to ask him where they went to yeah. college and went to study. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but um, yeah, no, nah, but if you see the video, they're at the club and Lamar looks like his social battery died. But regardless, um, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. Uh, so this was the express. Apparently Lamar has been recruiting him and with the express understanding that he was going to be the Ravens quarterback, which I always kind of thought was going to be the case because like the Ravens aren't stupid. So like you play as hardball as long as you want. (laughs) They're not actually stupid. Like, Eventually, you're going to have you. You might not pay him the, a quarter billion dollars. You're going to pay him a lot of money. <laughs> of money. The old head I was talking, old head I was talking to yesterday at my my wife people function. He was like, you know, he's going to uh, watch. They, they'll, they'll let him sit this year. I'm like, no, they won't. Because the thing no, is, no, yeah, no. They, they got the right to. <laughs> the match. Ravens want to win. The Ravens want to win. The Ravens know they can have all this stuff in the media, but they know how much value he brings to that team. This is an MVP caliber player. Like, period. Who's been doing it without the best offensive weapons on that offense and still cooking? Like, yeah, still cooking. The thing is, yeah, both sides are going to try to get the best deal that they can get for themselves. Like you were saying, they, they, there's going to be a little hardball play, but when it's time to go to training camp, when it's time to lace up the cleats, when it's time to run the bag, money going to be made. And like I said, even if Lamar doesn't get it from the Ravens, which I highly doubt, I, I can almost guarantee you he's going to get something that he's that he's comfortable with. Like him sitting is 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 a non. I can't I can't see that because if the Ravens no. refuse to match the deal, let's say somebody does pay that quarter billion, then okay, uh, they were going to match they, it. They, they can say we're not matching that. We're, they're going to probably match it, but let's say they don't. Ben, yeah. he's still going to make his money and go play somewhere else. So that's why I was yeah. like, uh, he might not be in. Baltimore. But the Odell thing will be in Baltimore. The Odell thing kind of it doesn't make it like. Oh, he'll sign an extension, but he will be there. Like the Odell, the getting Odell makes it very clear what the discussions were with Odell, the Ravens, and Lamar. If you get X, I will be back. Oh, do we want to discuss what now? No, I said, do do you want to discuss the uh, the slander, the 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 young goat slander that's been going on in uh, talk talk radio and. The, the Twitters about certain people being better than the dude whose stats outclass all these other niggas that they want to put above him. Do, do, oh, do we want to mm, talk about the disrespect mm, of Patrick Mahomes that that's just somehow still continuing? Mm, See, I'm not a stat guy, as I said last episode. I, 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 I this is what I will say. This is what I will say. If you are a talking head or a former player, mostly white old quarterbacks, and you say something like Joe Burrow is better than um than Patrick Mahomes, right? And your reasoning is, oh, Joe Burrow doesn't take sacks or Joe Burrow runs the play how it's designed. My rebuttal to you would be like, look up every single one of their stats. And I don't mean like just like touchdown to interception. I mean like advanced stats, like EPA. Expected points per play, sack rate, stuff like that. Look those up. They're not close. That like all of them, like interception rate, interceptable throw rate. None none of the stats are close at all. 
Like, I don't want to like make it a big thing, like, cause it's ridiculous, but like, none of these things are close. So let's, let's not, let's not do this. Um, and that's all I'll say about that. I think Jonesy had to step away for a second. Um, cause his camera's off. So I think he had to step away for a second, but, yeah. um, oh, he's back. Um, already, yeah. Already, oh, I guess it was picking up my audio. That when I turn the camera, no. that's weird. Anyway, uh, all of the advanced stats, like you said, all the analytics support that Patrick Mahomes is him. So I, I all the basic stats to the most advanced stats, stats. all of them, <laughs> all of I them. Mean, we could talk more but, stats because I really know. want to talk. Uh, I don't know. If, yeah, you know what? Okay, I, I got to hit this point because that did bother me yesterday. Anyway, I was around some older heads at my wife's people function, and one of them mentioned how LeBron doesn't take over games. He doesn't do what 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 your star franchise player is supposed to do. He's never had that clutch gene. He's never had that killer instinct. And I'm like, did you not watch the reverse sweep on the? And he was like, well, how many points did Kyrie have during that series? I'm like, that's irrelevant. Kyrie is supposed. Well, LeBron didn't have to put it on his back. I'm like. No player actually wants to do that. I, it's like, it, no matter what I said, and if you've ever had these talks in a barbershop as a guy our age yes, or younger, you already know how, Ben, I, we go to the same barbershop. I know I don't talk to them. Yeah. I love them. I love my barber there. I don't get into, they start that conversation. I fall back. And I know where it's going. And it's just, no matter what you like, I'm like, you can't say that. The th- and then of course they balled up the, the playoff, uh, the, the finals loss to Dallas and. Mm-hmm. The, the getting swept by um they did get swept by the Spurs right but like the point I'm like okay yes they did those things happened he also when he was like 22 he, he was 22 and he and he and Allen Iverson are two of the only men that can say they bought teams that bad to the damn NBA Finals off of their sheer force yeah. of will you can't say that you've never yeah. seen this man take over a game that's that, that is bull and he mentioned and he, he yeah. brought up that talking point it was a cool it was a fun conversation overall but like that talking point he brought up that and you, and you know where I'm going with this nobody feared. People feared Michael Jordan stepping onto the court. No one has ever feared LeBron James. And I'm like, cool. He also said the old game was more physical. I'm like, look, all that bully defense and just hitting people and attacking people is not good basketball. I said the game is more physically taxing. Now, you got point forwards and point centers that can fast break with guards. You, I'm sorry. These dudes are bigger, stronger, faster. He's like, what dudes from today? He asked me what guys from today could play with guys back then. And I'm like, hey, man. He's like, well, you went all back to talk about about the Bob Pettises and all these old guys that you didn't, you didn't bring them. up. You didn't bring up them 90s Knicks teams. I'm like, those 90s Knicks teams were very talented. They were great teams. No, the they time. weren't. They actually weren't. Uh, they, they actually, really? for the yeah. time, for the time. I said for the time. At their, <coughs> Patrick Ewins and John Starks, whether yeah, they, like. Bernard King, all, all them guys. Like, great players. Now, Bernard yeah. King was before that time. Before they, that. Oh, yeah. Well, I. I we were talking eighties and nineties because you know he's from that era. Where yeah, I was about to say you just combine two. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it was, it, uh, context for full context. Nigga, are you drinking a juice box? A Kool Aid jammer, sir. If you don't get some damn scotch, like a man. I wanted a Kool Aid jammer. Anyway, we were talking eight. Their guys that kept breaking were eighties and nineties guys. They're like, you keep breaking up. Okay, yeah, you know there was a lot of goons, but. What about guys that didn't have to goon but were also tough defenders like Dennis Rodman and he started going through a list of guys and I'm like Dennis Rodman was a goon. I mean he 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 could be, but he also knew how to finesse. But like he did, but he was also I'm not a saying goon. you're wrong. Oh yeah. Dennis Rodman would tell you he's a goon. Yeah, yeah. He was allowed to be. And he, he took full advantage of it. 
but he could also, we saw him play when, when they started to crack down on that stuff and he was still a damn worm at that point. You know, the Gary yeah. Payton, those guys like that, that didn't have to, you know, the John Stockton's guys, they had the fast hands. You know, Danny Age was a damn yeah, yeah. irritant, but like, he could also <laughs> not foul you. He just made you mad because he was that quick with his hands and everywhere on the court. They also would get cooked. They they also would yeah, get cooked. Yeah, that, that's what I was working to. I'm sorry. And I, I, I the point that we have, like, when we talk about this, we probably bought, I probably bought this up on the podcast before. But uh, if you're telling me that you had, you're going to beat up Kevin Durant, I mean, all right, but he doesn't have to go in the low post with you. He would have been a, he's a mutant now. Could you imagine if that nigga went out there in 1986 and was like, okay, I don't want to get beat up by Michelle and Parrish. I'm just going to drain threes from here for the whole game. And yeah, you know, he wouldn't, he just have, wouldn't. He doesn't come play out here and guard center. me. Yeah, so he's just gonna punch me in the face and foul me, and I get I get to shoot three for free, or you're gonna just yeah take these shots to the face. He just wouldn't play center. I'm gonna, but yeah, I, I don't like having LeBron James. Yes, because somehow in your brain, in your old head brain, he can't hit these guys back. This almost this dude whose natural rate is probably around 280, 290, possibly three hundred pounds, and fast as hell. You're gonna bully him, and he's not gonna do anything back. That's, I mean, he's like, the size of Carl Malone. I don't right. I don't y'all weren't bullying Carl Malone. These guys have that it's like we can it, modern players that get hit and just cry to the ref. <clears> if these niggas are allowed to, he's like, well, it don't matter the error. How come they don't do it now? Because they're good enough to not have to they, do that's that. Not, no. They don't have to do that. That's also not how they want the game played. That's literally not how the NBA right. wants the game played. There's multiple like the NBA has actively, yeah, like the NBA actively good. doesn't want the game played that way. Regardless. I don't like having these conversations with old heads sometimes because they don't be knowing what the hell they're talking about. But regardless, um, stats. Yeah, they don't matter. Jordan never cried for a foul, Ben. Jordan never cried for except when he got the NBA to change the rules so the Pistons couldn't beat his ass anymore. To be fair, I would have too because the Pistons they they would out here tackling niggas. But regardless, moving on. This man's on a fast break and they pushing this man. Push the ice to hit niggas because. Remember when Mike had the, he had that layup and and I don't know who it was, but he came behind like grabbed him by the knees and pushed him forward. Like, what is wrong yes. with you? That is not basketball. Yes, they were trying. No, you put a no, nigga in the Dudley death drop. That's that's not defense. Nigga, me, yeah. you, and four other niggas can jump on a court and like jump a nigga and be like, we're the greatest defensive team in Blythewood Gym history. No one scores on us because we punch them in the dick. Dick punches. Um, but yeah. So, moving on to nerd shit. Um, you want to start with Star Wars stuff, or you want to start with what you want to start? Uh, let's let's do the Rex while we while stuff is still kind of fresh in our minds. I know I didn't list everything okay. that that you or, or I might be watching. I'll try to think of. I put returning anime series for the spring first. Then I got like the new stuff. So for returning series, we have a uh, new season of Doctor Stone. By the way, uh, I know I hit Ben up about this over the weekend because I thought I was tripping. I was not. Apparently, I missed a whole Dr. Stone movie that came out that bridges between season two and season three. So definitely check that movie out. I think it's called Yusui, but uh, check that out before you start season three. Uh, Demon Slayer is back. They're doing the sword, uh, the swordsmith village. Sword village art. Yep. yep. Uh, there's somebody that you see in first episode. Ben, I will talk to you about that off the cast or off the live. Cause I, I got theories. Uh, Nigga, I've read the entire manga. Like yeah, I, I, I know, right I know what's happening. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that, you know, not, not ahead or caught up. 
Uh, Ancient Magus's Bride is back. I thought that was a one and done series, uh, but of course I yeah yeah I saw that. I was like, what what are left. they doing? Two episodes with two episodes left in the series. I kind of like fell off, so I got to finish those and then start this new season. Uh, yeah, I wonder what. Yeah, I got to finish. Beautifully it. animated show. Uh, cool yeah. little slice slice of life. Well, it, it is more of a slice of life. It's, it's a, a slice of life. Slice of sort life. Of. Yeah, it's a slice of life. Uh, speaking of slice of life, uh, since we're moving on to new things that are oh new things that are coming out. Um, a Galaxy Next Door is a cool little slice of life series I started. I'm checking out a couple other things. Uh, Taylor could probably, I wish he was here because he, he keeps track of a lot, a lot of good slice of life shit that comes out. Ben is a coward, so he doesn't watch slice of life. Just like I that. enjoy my anime to be things like Hell's Paradise, which that was literally next on the shit list. is great. Great segue. Shit is great. It is. That, it, that, ooh, hey, uh, is that Mappa? That's, that's Mappa, right? Mappa's doing that one? Yes, that's Mappa. Yeah, Ma- yeah Studio yes. Mappa is out here. About to go to prison like them affordable niggas. Or UFO table. I love, the in the second episode, Gamiru was like, yo, I don't want to kill these people. And they were like, but you have to, or they're going to kill you. And he's like, well, I guess I'll just kill the fuck out of them. I'm not just going to. I'm. I told my wife. I'm ripping out throats with my teeth. I'm ripping out niggas' throats with my teeth. Niggas with my bare hands and pulling out organs. It was great. Grabbing people's organs and squishing them inside of their bodies. It was great. Um, Yeah, I enjoy this. uh, If you if you want your if you need uh, something to fill your void of ultra violence. Now that uh, Chainsaw Man is working on next season, Hell's Paradise is the one. I'd heard about this uh, about Get, the manga, then I heard that there was going to be. An I never read the manga. I just watched the anime. Me either. I was like, I'm, it's part of I'm something gonna... called the Dark, the Dark Trio. Um, if if uh, if people remember the big three, which was uh, mm-hmm. what was the big three? Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, and Bleach, right? Yeah, Dragon Ball Z, One. Uh, no, no, Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. <laughs> oh yeah, not Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z was way before them. Yeah, Naruto. One Piece and Bleach. Apparently, and I don't think this is on purpose, but Shonen Jump essentially made another big three, but it's called the Dark Trio, and it's Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, and Hell's Paradise. Paradise. Because they're all like hyper-violent. Um, they're all shonen, but they're hyper-violent shonen. They're all pretty well-written. Jujutsu Kaisen it's a bit long when I don't know what I, I don't think I, I fucks with it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till next season of Jujutsu Kaisen. Cause we get to see young psychopath. Go- Gojo is crazy. Like if, if people didn't realize that Gojo is a sociopath yeah, who does a very like, good job when he's like, I, you know, I could just kill the entire ruling council, but I'm gonna give him niggas a chance to do right. He meant that like, and, yes. and he could, and he could, he, he literally could. Walk in that room and kill everyone in that room who are the best fucking uh, jujutsu, whatever jujutsu masters Sorcerers. in the world. Yeah, like the sort. Yeah, yes. that's what they call it. He, he could have killed every other sorcerer in that room as light work. And yes. nigga was like, Gojo is wildly powerful. I'm a child. He is a ridiculous character. He is a ridiculous character. Yuji also wildly powerful. You just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Itadori Yuji. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah. We'll so we're gonna get Shibuya you are. Right? Yuji? Yuji's that? No. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, no. Fushigi. We're gonna see Fushigi's dad, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna see Fushigi's dad. Okay. Um, and he's gonna make damn, uh, yeah. figures I put in the. But I, if I start then, I'm not gonna stop. So I'm not gonna start because I almost bought a red hair change yesterday too. I was like, damn. Oh. Um. We also got a uh, heavenly, heavenly delusion. Heavenly delusion. Which, that is a dope. I like the first episode. I, I like the concept of that. I like the first I'm, episode. I'm a I like the concept. Like, I like the first. You, you want to uh, give the elevator pitch on that show? Because we're just dropping names. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Promise Neverland. Yeah. Um. That's a good comparison. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. dystopia. Um, so we get to see two sides of this post-apocalyptic world. We get to see like the apocalyptic world outside of this kind of safe haven place. And it's like two boys and a two main characters are, well, there's three really, but the one, one main yeah. character lives in like this very sanitized, safe, safe haven type of a uh, society, almost like, uh, from the giver, I, w- I would kind of describe it like a very, very yeah. sanitized, organized, structured, that whole thing. Then on the outside world is basically everyone surviving uh, a, a slightly less rapey version of Cormac McCarthy's The Road Style World, where everyone is just turned into roving bands of bandits and cannibals and monsters. Uh, if that doesn't sound like your jam because it sounds too bleak, it's it's almost... The show is, is animated in a very non-bleak way, if that makes any sense, which kind of adds a, a layer of discomfort. But uh, I, I really enjoyed the first episode. I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Oh, uh, Witch for Mercury is back. We got more Gundams. We got more Gundams yep. and school kids and horrible geopolitics and all the good things that make Gundam Gundam, plus school life. So if you love Gundam for uh, to, to, to make you cry like Zeta Gundam, but you also want to see some kids freaking out about dates or tests and by tests we mean violent gundam fights uh yeah yes where someone may or may not die yes there's also terrorists that are now at the school and by terrorists i'm not like exaggerating and using it they're actual terrorists but they're terrorists for earth so maybe they're just freedom fighters you know who knows it's gundam morality's gray check it out violence robots gray morality gray morality Marshall has finally gotten an anime adaptation. I have been looking forward to this. I almost started the manga, and then I heard that the anime was coming out. So I'm, I really yeah. like the first episode of Marshall. It's it's a shonen that's shonen. It's Harry Potter meets One Punch Man, basically. Except the twist is yeah, I'll check uh, out Marshall. The twist is the Harry Potter character doesn't actually he can't use magic. He's just he's just real strong, freaking strong. It's probably going to turn out that that's his magic. That it's some physical augmentation yeah. or something. I don't know. But uh, it's cool. It's, it's broccoli shit. He can basically imitate yeah. feats of magic with just pure fucking broccoli. Yo, that's a good example. He's broccoli. He can't use ninjutsu, but he is he's a taijutsu guy. Yeah. Uh, um, Nero, did you read, did you watch that one? Yeah, we we talked about this in the. Chat. I watched the first episode. The first episode. I'm um, not gonna spoil anything in the second episode. My home hero is uh, uh if you're a dad, uh, you will understand immediately. The first, the main character. Fully understood. Yep. I, I, I fully understood. Matter fully fact, understood. This, this isn't even spoilers. Uh, so the main character is a mystery writer, like, like in uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the TV, the TNT series. Was it TNT Castle, where Nathan Fillion yeah. played the yeah murder? Yeah, he's like he's like Castle. He like was Castle on TNT? I know it used to come on there. I don't um, know in syndication. I think that was reruns. I think yeah, I think it was an ABC show. 
Yeah, I think it was ABC. syndicated on TNT. Uh, this guy, like, sometimes does consulting work with the police, and he finds out that... <laughs> oh, so that's how he's going to get away with murders? ...is in an abusive... <laughs> nigga, this next episode, bro. <laughs> he's, he finds out his daughter is in an abusive relationship since she moved away from this small town to Tokyo. And uh, not only is she in an abusive relationship, she's in an abusive relationship with a nigga whose dad is a Yakuza boss. And uh, let's just say he does what daddies do. And because he's a mystery writer and has to like come up with all kinds of ingenious ways for his characters to commit uh, crimes, he he does what a good father does. And uh, he, he handles that. And then him and his wife, his wife immediately, she already knew about the abuse. Was like, she was with the shits. Yeah, my, my, yo, wifey is a real one. She was like, she walks in, she sees the body. She's like, oh, that nigga finally went too far. Bet. Like, so what are we doing, yes. husband? How are we protecting our daughter? And so it's like, you got like a tale of two fathers, both who want to protect their kids, except one of their kids was a shitty, abusive, cheating, literary. All the, all the memes, this nigga is literally all the toxic memes about black men that happen on black Twitter about relationships. He's <laughs> all of those things. Like, I mean, Ben, he really is that. He's, he's, he's that nigga. I was there. And, uh, I and, saw, I saw the first episode. Yeah, you were there. And dad, dad, dad gets him out the paint. So it's kind of a cat and mouse game psychological battle. If you enjoy things like, uh, Death Note, the, the battles, the, the kind of intellectual chess game between L, and like Yagami, you'll really fuck with this anime. Don't sleep on this signing, man. It's really, really dope. Yeah. All right. So that's our spring season yeah. anime recommendations. Uh, check those we out. also Dr. got Stone, um, Demon Slayer, uh, Gundam, Witch from Mercury, Ancient Magus' Bride, Hell's Paradise, Heavenly Delusion, Marshall, My Hometown Hero. Check those out. Yep. Um, the new DC. Baby. Yep. We got a Blue Billy trail. Um, With Jaime Reyes. I am excited. I am too. I, I love that. I would um, pull out my action figure of Jaime Blue Beetle, but I have to dig through boxes of things. I'm a nerd. He looks cool. There was yeah. cool stuff that happened in the trailer. Um, yeah. Great, great, great cast. I'm interested for Jaime, man. I, I like that they cast yeah. a buddy that put, I don't know how to say his name. I think it's, it's Chocho or, or Chocho. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's XO. Yo, shouts out to you, my dude. You're a very talented actor. I love. Everything I've, I've everything I've seen from him in uh, Cobra Kai was great. I'm so glad he's cast as I didn't know he was cast as Jaime Reyes. He 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 really can pull off kind of like because you know in the first seasons of Cobra Kai he was kind of the nerdy guy and getting picked on and put upon. Because really the, never saw a single episode of Cobra okay. Kai. Really, damn, check it out, bro. Good shit. But uh, Jaime Reyes is basically DC's best version of Spider Man they ever pulled off. I don't know if you read. Uh, what well, you read some of the the, the, the yeah, I've read some. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the Dan Jurgens and the Dan Abbott and Andy Landy stuff like great, great stuff. Check those comics out if you haven't. But like basically, that was them doing Spider Man. Except the twist with their Spider Man is that his family actively knows that he's a superhero, and so there's not that whole and his like closest friends. So it it's, it takes away that whole trope of I must hide this from my family and protect them. Like when he tells them like, "Yo, you got to leave the house." They know what time it is. So, like, some would yeah. argue that takes, but that doesn't actually take the tension out of the stories because a lot of the times they're like, most hey, teen superheroes' families know who they are. These like, days now. Miles in the comic, Miles in the comic, his family knows. Yeah. Uh, but like that Kamala's family knows. 
that didn't used to be the norm. Yeah. When we were growing up, yeah. that, that, it, it still had the secret identity trope thing as really popular. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it. Um, I did not get offended with the Batman is a fascist line in the trailer because he he literally is. Most superheroes are, if not fascists, have fascist. When you are acting as an extra, yeah, extra judicial. Go ahead, Ben. Like when you, yeah, when you were acting in an extra. Yeah, an ex- extrajudicial fashion. You are a fascist. Um, that does not mean that he is a bad person. No, see, people get yeah. that twisted. Yeah. Also, Batman literally one time created Brother Eye. So, yes, Batman kind of fascist. Batman does all sorts of shit that is fascist all the time. <laughs> like Batman's, like Batman means well. Batman do be. Batman be out here violating all sorts of rights all the time. Um, so, but yeah, don't, don't, don't get too wrapped up in that. I've seen nerds get real in their feelings about, Oh God, uh, Batman's a fascist and blah, 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 blah. Um, please don't get too wrapped up in that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really dope hype for the movie. Woke DC is woke. Seriously, y'all, if you haven't yes. read the OMAC project, um, yeah. So, there, was, <laughs> there was a story called Tower of Babel in which Batman had protocols in case he ever had to take down the Justice League in case they became like basically the Justice Lords from the uh, Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. series. And uh, yeah, that didn't go over well. Uh, you know what? While Batman was actually wrong in that story and wilding, I will give him that was a cool ass Batman moment where he like doesn't even wait for their vote because I think they voted to let him stay on the league, but Batman was like, "Suck my ass, you can't judge me." Just gets on the teleporter, bounces, my nigga Boogie, and then was like, "Yo, bring it back to Outsiders, let's fucking go." <laughs> and like Batgirl, Oracle yeah. joins on, and Huntress join on. Like, hey, uh, we're here to do. I guess we're, we're here to be the Bat representation for the Bat family on the league now, and everyone's like. Well, we we voted to not kick Bruce off. Green Arrow was like the last determining vote to be like, uh, actually, Bruce had a point. What if y'all niggas lose your shit? What if you're mind controlled? What if the only problem is that it fell into the wrong hands? But like, there needs to be a conti- there needs to be somebody uh, watching us. Like one of my favorite episodes of Justice League Unlimited is the one where they were. I think you. Uh, we, me and you talked about this one, but the one where like they try to make Waller the bad guy, but Waller is absolutely correct. You have a giant space laser that can raise a city. Um, maybe we should. She is correct. Be doing that. She's still Waller. She was correct, but also Amanda Waller. But also Amanda Waller. She can be right, right? But she is still Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. And she is going to take that. I am right in. And bend and stretch jump out, that jump out the as window, far right? as she can. <laughs> like you'll be down with Waller. Like yeah, I am right. So I'm gonna clone Superman Super and and <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna clone Superman and or yes, clone Supergirl and send her to kill y'all. I am right. I'm going to like team up with Lex fucking Luther to do a bunch of shit. But I am right. They had a, they had a space cannon and. Somehow for her, they had a space cannon to cloning super soldiers that cannot be controlled. Cloning super soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The um, 
the Super Friends that they clone. The Super Friends. I forgot what they. What were they called? I forgot what they were called. Oh fuck! They had references. The Ultraman. The Ultraman. Yeah, I I rewatched Justice League Unlimited a couple months ago. Um. Yeah. Um. So moving on to Star Wars. If y'all don't know, me and Jonesy are both big Star Wars fans. We are not those type of Star Wars fans. Leave them niggas. Stuff them niggas in lockers. Despite the fact um, we grew up reading EU comics and novels and playing all the video games and stuff, we somehow did not... Uh, we don't need to show you on the doll where the new trilogy touched us. I did not enjoy the Where the women in the... Oh, the women I did not the either. And the minorities who just took our Star Wars and, and ruined it. I, I did not like them either, but I do blame the fans somewhat for why I don't like them. Um, because the fans acting like bitches made them change a lot of what they were trying to do. They bought um, back JJ and his movie had no connective tissue to like, La- however you feel about last Jedi, you can't just pretend that movie didn't happen and do some other shit on the last one. But they did. Also, Finn was supposed to be a fucking Jedi. Jedi and y'all yes. motherfuckers ruined it. But that's we we gave you Mace Windu. All right, Ben. Ben, they made it up to us. They they gave us a random Jedi who, by random, we know who that nigga is, Ben. But according to the internet, the the random nigga that saved Grogu was was just some diversity act. Okay, no, what? Fuck it. Let's actually talk about that. Um, I hate you niggas. I hate y'all so much. I want y'all to go away. (laughs) We didn't even got into the announcements. I know. No, I've been holding this. I've been holding this tape for at least a year and a half. I know. I, I'm not gonna cook, cook, because we got more. <coughs> we got bigger fish to fry, my brother. But you people, yeah. you people don't even deserve this era of Star. You don't deserve any of this era of pop culture we're living in. We're but getting an Ahsoka TV show with Grand Admiral Fucking Thrawn <laughs> and fucking Dark Thrawn. Jedi and shit, played by Mickelson. With Dark Jedi and shit, and these motherfuckers are like, "Ooh, I thought." I thought they were going to do some shit. They didn't tell you they were doing any of this. Well, how come they left? Also, also, guys, guys, the Worlds Between Worlds, the Worlds Between Worlds has nothing to do with time travel. Has nothing to do with time travel. I read the comments. But it doesn't. But it doesn't. But I want it. It has no. So, because I've seen this theory a bunch of times. Yes, Ahsoka seems to be looking for the World Between Worlds. Does not mean. It basically means she's looking for Ezra. Y'all motherfuckers is out here talking about she gonna retcon the 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 new trilogy. I need y'all to go touch a pussy, just a single pussy, consensually. Hey, look here, uh, <coughs> we're, we're open to all lifestyles here. So if you want to just touch some, jokes, oh, yeah. get, get some bitches. And as we always say here, black is the new black. Bitches are genderless and sexless. Whatever your preferred type of bitch is, please go get one. Please go get, go get some bitches. Get, get all Jesus of Christ. I will find some anyway. To, anyway, you stop to talk about the announcements. Yes, please, please, please. Fuck or just don't fucking watch it. Just don't fucking watch it. We getting all sorts of cool shit. Hey. We got the Andor series. We got Mandalorian. We're getting <clears throat> Ahsoka. We're getting a second season of Visions. We got all that extra bad batch so stuff. All got that all that. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. So, Speaking of which, without further ado, announcements. I, I got the list here. Um, so, okay, so, uh, let's see what's going on. All right. So, boom, 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 boom. First off, uh, you mentioned Vision. So, let's talk about Visions Volume Two. I also love that. Uh, just, just pointing this out. There's a image from 
right there. But that is yeah. taken directly from one of the uh, Star Wars Visions comics. They've only made two so far. They're all done in uh, black, mm-hmm. white, and red. And uh, there is a issue that basically is a rep- it's a homage to Afro Samurai. And it is technically about Mace Windu surviving his fight with Palpatine. Uh, it is dope as shit because, again, it combines Afro Samurai and Star Wars. I can't wait to see how they animate that episode because I wish I wish that Visions was great. I can't wait to see what they do with the next season. Mace Windu had survived his fight with Palpatine. We don't know that he has it because the new canon, we can put that in the new canon that he did. They could. He'd be wild old by now. So this is it for me. But uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, you know what? Let those kids enjoy Oh, for kids, yeah. So it's about uh, Yoda training some Padawan during the High Republic era. So that should be fun. It's going to be uh, CGI animation. Uh, of course, we just mentioned... I'm probably going to watch it. Ahsoka will be having her own show. Uh, Dave Filoni is going to be, I think, helming that one. Um, Hayden yes. Christensen will be around as Darth Vader doing that, which is dope because he, he did a really good job in Obi Wan. I wasn't big on hey, Obi Wan hey. overall, but Christensen did the damn hey. did the damn thing in Obi Wan. Hmm? Obi Wan was unnecessary, like it was generally unnecessary. Yeah, it was fine. It did so much cool shit though. It did so much cool shit. It was generally unnecessary. We got we got Menace Vader. I've been begging for. Prime oh, yeah, I, in I, his I, prime, I, fucking Menace Vader for the like, because niggas don't understand one of the things read EU fiction to read comics why Vader is such a big deal. The movies don't really Vader. Is, Boba Fett Vader is in the movies. Vader's a, yeah, the nigga smoke demon. Vader is Black Air Force energy incarnate. The the entity that is what he like because like when you see him in the movie, when you finally see him in. Um, the the original trilogy. Well, yeah, he's the older. Movie. Yeah, he's older and not calmer, but just generally like they didn't have the ability to do what, what they have now. Character like right. Obi Wan, dog. When he walked into the the fucking um the uh where that shit was launching, and casually was like, "Yeah, stop." Vader stopped the starship. Anakin can't even do all the force stuff no more. And Vader just put a hand out. Yeah, I'm stopping that. Yeah, what? Yeah. It's, like, it's funny you mention that because, like, <laughs> because of, because midichlorians are still fucking canon, unfortunately. Yes, Vader they are. Midichlorians are 100%. Fucking massively depowered. But to massively. Have that, but not because it, he lost a bunch of, of physical body. Yeah, he, he, he's massively yeah. depowered. And he's still one of the strongest Jedi in existence. Probably second in raw power only to the Emperor at that time. Maybe Yoda Basically. and the Emperor were, were, were... But Yoda at that time no, wasn't like a... Complete. he probably would have fucked up Yoda. He probably would have fucked up Yoda. Yeah, as a, yeah. He probably would have yeah. fucked up Yoda. The Emperor... Because he would have... Yeah. The suit that the Emperor gives him also keeps him in constant agony and pain, which makes him angry. Yes. Which, which he's just mad. His loss... Yeah. This nigga's just constantly in pain and mad. So this nigga's like, to counteract all the midichlorians he lost, the emperor put him in a living torture suit that he has to live. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, a, the, the, the way, the, the degree to which this nigga hates the emperor in Star Wars canon is phenomenal. I, I wouldn't mind just watching a Vader series starring Christensen going around. I would love a Vader series. Just adapt. The where he's just like, constantly trying to kill the emperor. All the time. 
just adapt the Kieran Gillen, adapt the Kieran Gillen series and put that on TV. There is still money in prestige television and having like a morally compromised protagonist. Do Sopranos with Vader yes. or Breaking Bad? Because Vader, I, I don't think people understand this. Like there was a scene in the original trilogy where like we could rule the galaxy, mm-hmm. uh, we could stop the Emperor. That is not like a passing thought. No, that is all this brain. nigger thinks about. That's all he ever thinks about. Skywalker is still alive. The moment he learns that his son lived, at least one of his children survived, his plan from that point is, oh, well, I mean, nobody really follows the rule of two. I'll flip you, you, and then we'll kill the emperor. Nigga, we'll, it ain't even, no, it's together. before that. The moment Padme died, the moment that nigga woke up, he was like, mm, I hate you. You oh, specifically. Yeah. I hate Obi-Wan too, but for like different reasons, because I'm a child. But you specifically, I hate you a lot. <laughs> I want to kill you all the time. I love that the imp that Palpatine was like, hey my boy, ain't my fault you didn't know how to read your vision. <laughs> if you can't be doing a little nigga, you might have had read the vision correctly. Damn, you hate to see it. I also love that in Obi-Wan, Vader was like, I'm not your failure. Like, I thought that was important. We'll get to the rest of that. We didn't really discuss this on the show. I thought it was really important. Vader, while being extra mad all the time, is not, like, unconscious of, like, yo, I was betrayed and kind of, like, I was betrayed and fucked over. He is aware of that. But he too far gone the other way to, like, not keep doing that? Nigga said he, he'd have been gangbanging and doing too much dirt to go legit now. Hey, cuz. Yeah, so <laughs> that moment in Obi-Wan was really in, really dope. For and we, they had, we had a moment like that in that, Rebels, that, too, with Ahsoka. Last two episodes, those last two episodes, I really did enjoy, I'll say that. And that was because of uh, Hayden Christensen's performance as Vader in those, those last two. Yes, because Vader is cool. Boba Fett is cool. Vader is cool. Let's Let's get that like I love that moment where I'm he was like, "I'm not Boba your Fett failure." Boba Fett, uh, 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 a joke, which I'm like, nigga, he was a joke in the movies. He popped yes. up, apologized to Vader for uh, daring to try to alter, for getting mad for altering the terms of the deal, and then got knocked, which isn't got something Boba would probably do. A starlight pit <laughs> by a blind Boba Fett, Chewy, where pink, like in the most cartoonish, goofy ass yeah. death that they gave the character. Like, I thought Boba Fett was cool because I read EU stuff as a kid. I'm like, oh, and I read, yeah. like, comics and, like, novels, and I'm like, yo. Which they adapted they part of the E, exactly like, how he got out of the Starlight Pit and stuff. Yeah, that's straight up um, EU. Okay, yeah. next thing. I don't know, but yeah, keep uh, going. Yeah, we got a lot of Star Wars. It's, it's a celebration of Star Wars year. Uh, John Watts is going to be directing, uh, John Watts, uh, director of the last Spider-Man trilogy of films, the, the MCU ones, is going to be doing a show starring, oh, shit, Jude Law. And a group of kids set around the same time as Mandalorian. Um, that's about all we know generally. But Watts describes it as a throwback to 80s movies like The Goonies. And as where as well as comparisons to everything, everywhere, all at once. Director uh, Daniel Kwan and somebody else that worked on everywhere, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once is going to be directing an episode. But John Watts is going to be show running. And like you said, it's going to be something that's kind of very similar to like the Goonies, Stand By Me, those those kind of child adventure movies. So that sounds dope. Um, we got Andor season two. 
I don't know if you watch Andor yet. I was the first, I'll be the first to admit when they, when this shit was announced, when they announced season one, I was like, I didn't care about that nigga. And I liked Rogue. Rogue One's probably the only one of those movies I liked out of the new modern movies they made. But I also wanted this shit to end 45 minutes early. I didn't really care about Andor in that, despite the actor being very charismatic and very good at his role. But in the, the uh, Andor, the series season one, I stand by that. Yo, I, I stand by that. I stand by that series. Definitely check that joint out. If you have not watched it, watch it and get ready for season two. It covers so much. It is a it's a really heavy show. Uh, it's 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 what it's everything I want from Star Wars. Basically, as a grown ass man now, I want them to actually show me why the Empire is bad. Show me what happens to what they do to worlds. Show me how the Empire didn't address the corruption of the... Because the Republic was fucked up, too. And the Jedi Order is on some... Yes, the Republic was. I'm the first to say, fuck the Jedi. Them niggas was a fucking religious cult. Uh, They protected a corrupt system that was... Nah, them niggas, they they were... Mace Windu literally went and stole four sensitive children from their families. Them niggas were a fucking cult. Mace Windu, for those who are unaware, Mace Windu was very morally... um, Mace Windu was not far from being a Sith. Like, he was very... Mace Windu did all sorts of shit that you were like, hey, that's uh, it's a bit uh, extreme there, Mace. Mace Windu was a Christian crusader from the actual Yes. States. That is what he is. He He's a, he's a dyed-in-the-wool believer in the Jedi way. And the Jedi way... I hope they... Sort of, because Mace Windu dabbled in the dark side some... Um, well, not dabbled. He, 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 his, his, his lightsaber style was as close as you can get to using Sith aggression without teetering over the line. It was the most aggressive yeah. form of, because he didn't use things like the pad and stuff like that. Yeah. Nah. The pad. Um, but yeah. Um, we know way too much uh, about the shit. Yes. I, we are Star Wars nerds. <laughs> we, we did not lie to y'all. We, we told you this before. No. Listen, no, wrestling nigga, is probably I know, the large like, portion of today. Welcome to Scaring the Hoes yes. Hours. All right. Scaring the Hoes. We got to get a sound audio clip of that from the album. Yeah. From the actual track. Stop scaring the house. That's one is great. If you have yeah, not I'll, listened I'll, to I'll, I'll try stuff, to see. Yes. We got a soundboard now, y'all. I'll try to see if I... We're, yeah, I'll try to see if We're going to get that Tiana Trump it. sound effect going for y'all. Don't worry. You should just, um, just name that one. Name that one Gok Gok 9000. All right, so Star Wars. All right, Acolyte. I'm all about segways. Star Wars. I'm looking for the. I'm looking forward to the acolyte. I didn't even remember. What I'm not even entirely about. sure what this shit is going to be about. I, was like, I don't remember what this one was about, but it had a cool ass name and a cool ass logo. I don't think it. I don't think they've actually explained oh, what so Star Wars the acolyte is. If y'all have watched Russian Doll, the creator behind that is behind this. It's going to be a Star Wars mystery focusing on former uh, on a former Padawan. Who teams up with a Jedi Master? The cast includes Squid Games, Lee Yung Jai, uh, Daphne King. Uh, she was in Logan, his Dark Materials. She played um, X23. Uh, Manny Jacinto, he was in Nine Perfect Strangers. Uh, Dean Charles Chapman, Game of Thrones. I can't remember what role that person played in Game of Thrones. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss from Matrix will be in this. And Chewbacca actors, uh, Chewbacca actor. Juna Sutamo as a Wookiee Jedi. Interesting. Oh, sweet. I, I, dope ass. I, oh, I have been begging. Series. I've been begging for the longest for us to get shows 
with Jedi doing cool Jedi shit. Jedi thing. Because I think one of one of the things that we missed out on, and one of the reasons I was so annoyed with the newer series, um, is you tell us Jedi are cool. We got it in Clone Wars that they were cool, and some in Rebels. Show us the Jedi at the height of being Jedi. Where they Jedi are essentially space ninjas. Space wizard ninja men. Space wizard ninja samurai. I want to see space wizard ninja samurai doing space wizard ninja samurai stuff every now and again. Like, let me get some of that. Hey, man. High Republic. So, um, yeah. High High Republic. So, oh, yeah, we got a a Lando, a Lando series. Does that, this has no deal. Who is playing Lando? Uh, That's what I want to know. They don't, because it's slated, but they do not know. There's no guarantee that Glover's going to be involved again. Uh, this was, the they initially announced they initially announced Lando in twenty uh, December twenty twenty, it has not been officially mm-hmm. canceled off the slate because you know there's been a Marvel's did a big drop of things that would be canceled. Well, excuse me, Disney yeah. did a big drop of projects to drop it, but Lando was not listed. There's a lot of Star Wars uh, stuff in there, so let's see, untitled mm-hmm. Charmaine Obi Chinoy Star Wars movie. Oh, okay, this thing, this was so this is yeah. the one that was so- previously going to be done by Damon Lindelof. So We're also writer, getting um, Stephen Knight, the Ray screenwriter. He did Pink, uh, Peaky Blinders, uh, Lock, and Serenity. Oh. Okay, and okay. the director of Miss Marvel is going to be directing this. I, I like the direction style of Miss Marvel, so we'll see. I mean, the show it was a it was an enjoyable show. I watched it with my family, but I'm not the target audience for that. But it, it was a, it was a yeah. good show. All right, so let's see. We got a lot of stuff. Oh, Daisy Ridley will reprise her role as Ray. And whatever movie they're going to do, and this is going to be about yeah, where she's apparently trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. All right, so um, I will give some thoughts on that. Go ahead, Um, because we got a couple more. We got more, 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 more announcements. (laughs) Go ahead. We got. I am interested to see on what they do. I think they understand. They very clearly understand. Yeah, they very clearly understand that. Yeah, where they went wrong. Because everything they've done post that new trilogy has been like, okay, we kind of fucked up here. Let's reset and kind of figure out where we're going from here. I think if it fits the tone of everything else they've done, I'm interested in it. And bring back Finn um, and do John Boyega right. Had that man be a Jedi or something because he should have been a Jedi. That was kind of, they were purposely hinting that. And then y'all motherfuckers lost your goddamn minds. Um. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. I, I'll be interested to you see. Know, time time heals all wounds, but like last time John Boyega spoke about this franchise, he was very clear, very blatant. That no, he he said it uh not too long ago. He said uh he'd come back. Okay. Yeah, he said he'd come back, but you're not putting me on uh. He's he said I'd come back, but I won't be on Disney Plus. You're not gonna. He's his exact words. You're not gonna Disney Plus. So wow, that's I mean. That's where, I mean, if it's good enough for Andy Circus, sir, but hey, brother, do you? You know what I'm saying? If it's good, if yeah. it's good enough for, for fucking Eric Scars, excuse me, Stellan Skarsgård, I would think. Yeah, his exact words uh, is that he would come back, but I won't be on Disney Plus. Okay. Basically. You know what? Hey, bro. <laughs> he said, you, you know, won't no. Disney Plus me. 
Know your worth in charge of shipping and handling taxes and interest. I ain't mad at you, bro. Do you? Okay. All right. Untitled Dave Filoni Star Wars movie. Uh, Yeah. It's about time to Dave Filoni a movie. He's been doing great stuff on TV. So, yeah, he's been doing Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, which your models may vary on that. I had a, a ball watching it. And he's... I yeah, would be in charge of a interested to see if his movie would be the... um, I guess the end of Mandalorian would be his movie. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The, the speculation... So, the speculation is that with all the cloning stuff and the post-imperial kind of like splinter movements that it might focus on filling the gaps between how Palpatine came back and, you know, basically the rise of the first order might be the movie. That's, that's the speculations based upon what he's been focused on in his other projects. Cause there has been like a running line of Imperial separatist movements still being a thing at this time period that he's been working in within the Mandalorian. And I do wonder in the Daisy movie, mm-hmm. Do we see Grogu? Because um, Grogu is 100% canon. Grogu is not dying at the end of Mandalorian. So I would be interested to see when or how he is interjected into Mela. Because it, this would be like 30 years have passed since the end of Mandalorian. Or wherever we are in Mandalorian, by the time we got to whatever Daisy Ridley movie would be. So I wonder if we get him. All right. So we got an untitled James Mangold Star Wars movie. Uh, James Mangold, if you're unfamiliar, is the director of Logan and Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, he will have a Star Wars movie set in the distant past, some 25,000 years before the original trilogy Star Wars era. So this is going back to the Dawn of the Jedi. Uh, Mangold's take on the earliest stages of Star Wars will be a biblical epic like the Ten Commandments about the dawning of the Force. He also mentioned that he would explore questions like where did the Force come from? When did we discover it? And when did we learn how to use it? I personally am not super interested in answering questions like that. I think something should remain. I'll put it this way. Wolverine was more interesting before we got Wolverine Origins and then everybody trying to do their Wolverine Origins. But I'm open-minded. I like I like Mangold as a director. I'll see where that goes. Those are some interesting questions, but I don't want super definitive. I mean, we also because that's kind of know. We also kind of, and if if he's going back to like when the when there were tribes, well, well we we know in the and, EU, we don't know in proper canon well, yeah. what that what the okay. answer is going well, to yeah. be. Now. Right. I wonder if they're going to go back to tribes and when they were using fucking like. Katanas. Because that was literally a thing. So, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do that. Untitled um, Taika Waititi Star Wars movie. Some people are over his director, directing style. I enjoyed Love and Thunder and Ragnarok a lot. I like them better than either of the first two Thor movies Marvel did. I don't mind his directorial style. I like comedy. Uh, I think there's a lot of comedy to mine in Star Wars. But also, I think dude can actually pull off more serious stuff if he wants to. So, like, We'll see. Uh, matter of fact, it said that his movie is set to be the next theatrical Star Wars movie. So we'll see what kind of tone he sets. We will take. see. Yep. Um, Sean Levy's Star Wars movie. Um, all they know is that he's doing one. They don't know uh, anything about it. He His only statement is that he hopes it will have a big heart. Take from that what you will. 
hopefully he gets all the heart he wants in that movie. Uh, yeah. So that's the big, uh, uh, the big Star Wars dump, basically, that went down. Yep. All right. So next. I am excited for all of it. Yeah. Uh, well, not all of it. See where they go. With um, I'm open minded to all of it, at the very least, even if it's not like my. Yeah. Brand, I'm open minded to all of it. I'm kind of not over talky, but over talk. I hope it's not like Ragnarok or not Ragnarok. I hope it's not like Love and Thunder. I don't hate those movies, but I also I do want I want more flavors. I get what you're saying. You can't, you can't eat the same. Yeah. You can't eat you know chocolate ice cream every day. There, there's a level of goofiness in those movies that, while fun, is like I'm a, uh, okay. We we can roll. Like in serious moments, not everything got to be a joke. I don't. Know. It is. You have, have to undercut serious moments with jokes, or you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Sometimes you need to let dramatic tension sit. Without, it's okay for people to be uncomfortable. Basically, let like let let moments yeah. sit in these movies. And that, that is a big Marvel yeah. Studios Disney at this point kind of thing. And I do hope that there's very much. Of course, you don't get that in Andor, but like Andor is also no, no, no. By Ryan You don't Fox. get that in Mandalorian. You, it it depends on what they're doing, but yeah, what episode? Marvel has kind of very much fallen into the. And maybe we get less of it as we go into this. Um new trilogy which i am interested in what they do because there's a very good chance they are going to recast jonathan majors so i'm very interested to see what they're doing with that um so yeah oh yeah we, we didn't talk about it allegedly jonathan majors be out here choking white women so um allegedly well, we're not i said allegedly that. i know you said i just, I just i said allegedly yeah i just want to reiterate uh, we we honestly don't like the cover too. You'll see us make snarky references to things on the show all the time, but we don't get into the court of uh, public opinion and condemnation because we don't know. Yeah. The, I'll say this: it's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good, bruv. It's not looking good. It's not looking good at all. But hopefully he didn't do it. I don't know. Um, and by hopefully, but if he did, you know, we we'd hate to see the brother go out like that. But if he did do it, then yeah. Get get what you deserve. Don't put your hands on women. You didn't. You didn't. didn't f- black, white, whatever. You didn't fucked up. Also, you didn't you fucked know, up. If you um, do it as a black man in your position in your profile, you got to know better than that. Man. But again, if also don't put your hands on people. Yeah, don't, don't put your hands on people. Um, man. So moving, move. Oh yeah. yeah. Moving right along, we got a lot of wrestling to get to. Right, so let's, let's get active. Let's talk about Supercard of Honor first. Uh, let's t- let's get the yeah let's let's talk about like Supercard of Honor AEW stuff first. Yeah, no, I want to get to like the stuff that's not going to take us long out of the way. Supercard of Honor and AEW, uh, and I, I haven't watched the Curry Genesis yet. I plan on watching it tonight. Haven't got a chance to sit down and watch it. That we already know happened. I gotta watch the I gotta watch the main event. Yeah. I did watch the Mercedes uh, Triple Threat match with Hozuki <laughs> and uh, Azumi because do not call her AZM Azumi. anymore. Damn it. Despite all her gears still yeah. having the AZM. AZM. Yeah. Ozzy. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah. So all right. Supercard of Honor. Uh yep. Looks like Brian Cage will be remaining with the company since he and the embassy retain the Ring of Honor's uh three man or is it six man? What do they call this? Six man um trio, sorry, six, six man title. 
It's not, they don't call this trio title. They call this a six man title. Yeah, six um, man and yeah, Brian, I, it looks like Brian Cage is staying because some other stuff that happened. Um, yeah. Do we want to cover? And from what I well, let's go ahead and do that. No, I mean, well, we don't generally. I mean, Dynamite but, was really good this past week. But, yeah. yeah, Dynamite's been very good for a long time. Um, some kind of honor. Punk, um. You gotta move the needle. We'll see. Uh, Super card of honor. Um, very good. Um, unfortunate that Dante snapped snapped his ankle up. Uh, What a super card of honor. No, no, no. Uh, We do kind of got to cover that on Dynamite for AW News with the, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Like you said. Yeah, unfortunate that Dante Martin snapped his ankle. Um, it sounds like he'll be fine. Um, it's going to be a while. Because he snapped his ankle. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed Supercard of Honor. It would have been cool if Eddie and Mark had won, but I get why they didn't. And it's very early. And yeah, yeah. it's funny. It's early compared to another discuss later. Right. That we're going to, we're going to be called hypocrites by somebody or shields for, for, uh, understanding. They can suck my dick. I mean, they can suck my dick. You can suck Ben's dick. Yes, I I don't care. Um, but yeah, it was a very good card. Yep. Yeah, it was a very good card. Um, I enjoyed my, my master, everything on it. Card because damn, this is the thing about no, I don't. I don't got to though. We don't. We yeah, don't got to go match by match. But so the uh, Lucha Brothers yeah. gained the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships in a great ladder match despite yeah. the unfortunate injury to Dante Martin. Uh, Athena retained her uh, women's championship. Ring of Honor Women's World Championship against big sister that don't work for me, sis Yuka Sakazaki. <laughs> wow, Tri- they, Trinity they, Star they, was in the front row. Yep. Which eventually yeah, we're going to get paid yeah, off. Yeah, uh, the the artist formerly known by her slave name of Naomi in WWE was front row, making sure that Athena saw her, you know, not approving of the way she retained the belt and how she behaved after the match. Um, I don't. I guess Trinity must be what's next for her, or maybe that, maybe that's. Well, she's wrestling. Yeah, I know Trinity's what was it? Ma- they an- they announced a match for her, um, for Thursday, and I don't remember what it was. But no, they didn't. They haven't announced. No, no. A match. You're thinking about think. uh, this last Thursday that came where she had a title. Yeah, I'm me, thinking about the last. Yamashita. Yeah, her her against. I guess is it Mayu or Miyu? I would say Miyu. I guess it's Mayu. Me. Okay, it is me. Miyu Yamashita. Me. Uh, yeah, yeah Yamashita and Athena put on a goddamn clinic on the, on last week's episode of Ring of Honor TV. Uh, by the way, if you don't have it, uh, Honor Club, definitely worth the investment. You get to watch all the old, basically all the old Ring of Honor pay-per-views and the current weekly TV. You don't get like the $9.99 free pay-per-view setup thing that, uh, that, that Peacock still currently has. But hey, man, uh, I haven't watched the Ring of Honor show under Tony Khan's era that has not been worth the money. So, you know, yeah. that. But anyway, uh, so that was a nice stopgap title defense match. Um, I think I, I'm thinking that Trinity or Willow will be. I can see Trinity coming in and having a program with her for Ring of Honor. But um, that, yeah, so that, that that was good stuff there. Uh, like I said, the World Six Man uh championships were retained by the Embassy, which consists of mm-hmm. the Machine Brian Cage, uh, big ass <laughs> brother Bishop Khan. And Toa, why the fuck are you so big, Leona? Just three big, meaty men doing massive violence to smaller men, or in some cases, equally meaty men. Uh, what? Skip to the world title match for Supercard of Honor. 
We had Claudia. Oh, we also had uh, the the TV TV title. Oh yeah, Mark Briscoe versus Samoa Joe in a banger of a TV title match. Heartbreaker of an ending. Uh, Mark, they did not do the expected thing of having Mark Briscoe win one for the Gipper, so to speak. But that story's not done yet. I think that's a great wrinkle they throw into the story because it is actually okay for faces to lose at big matches because stories are being told. If the story leading there yeah. sense, and we'll get to that later. Don't worry. Put a put a pin in that. We're gonna come. We'll get to it. Here. We'll get to that. Um, right, same so thing with the title. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You um, the main event. Go ahead. Thanks. Got uh, Claudio. Uh, but yeah, we got Claudio <laughs> and uh, Eddie Kingston. A long story um, rivalry, about 15, 20 years strong at this point. Is that how long that's been going on? Mm-hmm. Damn. So yeah, they were in Chicago with each other in like the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, a lot of AEW was in Chicago. Yep. Chicago, Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Like most of it. Uh shit. What was the what was the Evolve? Dragon Gate. Evolve. A lot of WWE yeah. guys came from these like more prominent in yeah, yeah. level and, and, and top level indies. That's why CZW certain drones shit on indie wrestling and the bingo hall wrestling, so to speak. It's like, well, you wouldn't get any of your favorite, most of your favorite wrestlers without. Well, but, uh, we, these guys in this is Randy Orton. They, they never liked Daniel Bryan. Yeah, well, you let them tell it. Well, well, um, yeah, uh, Dynamite has some really cool stuff. We got uh, FTR resigning, who apparently, uh, reportedly have been resigned since November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I totally believe. So please stop letting Dax work y'all up. Please, please, please or stop letting Dax stop work worrying up. about shit that's not on TV. The only job you have as a fan is to decide whether or not it's worth your time to watch the show each week. You don't need to know about people's yes. contracts. You don't need to know about <laughs> injuries and recovery time. You don't need to know about who likes who in the locker room. Y'all, the magic of the Attitude Era will never return because y'all won't let it. You won't just watch the well, show. I was not a kid on the I mean, from, internet looking up dirt sheet information about Stone Cold and Bret Hart and whoever. I just watched the show week to week. And I had a good time. I never did that, but like knowing this stuff now doesn't doesn't really affect my enjoyment because like I know all the sorts of shit about other sports transaction stuff and I don't it doesn't affect me watching the games. So if it affects how you enjoy the show, you, that's you're a huge adult. You're a healthy adult who who has a wife yeah. who you touch on a daily basis and children you're responsible for. I'm not talking about rational, grown-ass men and fathers like us. I'm talking about uh, these yeah. perpetually online. Wrestling Twitter is their only social interaction outside of awkward exchanges with coworkers at the fucking local <laughs> Little Caesars. These I'm talking about them niggas. Niggas hang out at Little Caesars? <laughs> no, I mean, they that's when they're outside. Oh. They don't touch grass. Hey, man, don't, touch don't sleep on Little Caesars. The Little Caesars cheese sticks? Get them things with pepperoni on them? Which is essentially just a pizza without sauce, but excellent. Hey, um, I take it. I take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Enjoy the show. Uh, but yeah, we had the really cool intro. And, uh, the guns mini men entrance was great. Um, was great. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought it was funny that Austin Gunn very clearly yes. stopped he himself from saying nigga. He did not drop any of the niggas on the track. <laughs> he very clearly got to um, uh, wish death upon me, blood in my eye. Uh, yeah, and niggas trying to take my... When mm-hmm. you could see he was aware, he was like, nigga, okay, let me not say that. Let me make it very clear I'm not saying niggas. But yeah, they look they look like stars. Water spit at the first when the when the first nigga dropped, he took a swig of that water and Yeah, that was cool. Like um the, the that's what you want. They look like stars. Um that I'm imagining that song was wild expensive. <laughs> but they look like stars. Definitely because um, you got the moment you wanted out of it. Uh, oh yeah, World Trio yep. Taxi match was also on the um show. Uh, the best friends. Yeah, Trent is so damn underrated as a worker. But anyway, I just want to get that man his flowers. Trent's fucking great. Uh, anyway, the best yeah. friends and Orange Cassidy uh, faced off against versus the House of Black. House of Black, who I hope are the forever champs until there's time for someone logical to beat them, because they are cooking. Uh, we're also going to be getting coming out of Battle of the Belts. We're going to be getting Buddy Murphy versus uh, Orange Cassidy coming up on this week's Dynamite, so two days from now. That's did Buddy Murphy wrestle him, or did he wrestle... Buddy Matthews, excuse me. Who did Buddy Murphy... So Buddy Matthews, yeah, Buddy Matthews. going to wrestle Orange Cassidy. Who did he wrestle for... No, who did... Did he wrestle Orange Cassidy already? Or who am I... Th- or was it Darby? He wrestled Darby. It was him versus Darby. Darby, that's who it was. The massive people yeah. weirdly said that um, he had ring rust and didn't look crisp, and I'm like, okay. If you say so, whatever. It was Darby. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll Darby's see. Be and, so let's get... We'll get to that. Because uh, there are yes. things that happened on yep. that. I guess we do need to cover on Rampage Battle of the Belts from last, from, yeah, last week. All right. So uh, Rampage, we had our main event of Julia Hart versus <clears throat> versus Anna J.A.S. Because uh, they're still seeding that whole rivalry between uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society and House of Black. So that was a nice... Mm-hmm. I, I like when they keep the you don't got to do it every show but it's, it's good to keep those threads moving but you got to honestly as much as they do it on dark and elevation because of a certain person in the fan base you do need to put this stuff on your televised shows something being built very well on dark there have been examples of that happening but people don't watch the youtube stuff as much and as far as they're concerned if it doesn't happen on if it don't happen on dynamite to these specific people it don't matter but those they're also kind of disingenuous that's a whole another conversation to itself but anyway rampage was a pretty solid card some good matches on there um trying to think what the opener was opener was hook versus hook versus ethan page in the SEW rules match so basically it's a hardcore match anything goes yeah. but pain had to be in the ring uh handed uh hook handily defeated ethan page who i think would make a great mid-card champ for the company potential world champ in the future I'm a big Ethan Page fan. They uh Hook has been looking Hook has been doing a good job of selling. Uh that that was one area that we didn't get to see him do a lot of during his initial push. And he's been doing a damn good job of uh working from underneath in his matches now. He's not just out there squashing guys. I would like to see Scorpio Sky come back and maybe work a program with Hook too. Or reunite the men of the year. It's probably time for the uh whoever the, the firm's owning like other people's contracts in. I honestly don't think the firm needs to stay around for much longer, but we'll see. You can always yeah. find something to do with a faction because much like New Japan, you know, AEW is a faction. You can be in a faction, I, but I you like that personally. 
It bothers. Yeah, I don't people. mind that. Well, it, it bothers some niggas on Twitter. Good luck with that. It ain't well, no yeah, because WWE. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. As, yeah, right. Um, <coughs> what else? Was um, also, Swerve, Swerve now owns go. the embassy. Fifty-one percent controlling interest in the in the in the embassy. They are his new heavies, and I think that's a hell of an upgrade. Hey, uh, <coughs> Parker Boudreaux and Grandin Graham or Trench, his wrestling name. French. Let those guys work dark and work some Ring of Honor stuff. Well, they're both there. hurt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's called? He did get hurt. That is right. Trench got hurt, and then Bordeaux got, got hurt in the hurt. match. I thought Trench was just on TV. To yeah, like further the angle. No, Trench was hurt. So Trench, Boudreaux, Trench Boudreaux was hurt, hurt too. and Boudreaux got hurt. In the match, that wasn't very good because Boudreaux isn't very good. I see the vision, but he yeah, he definitely needs more polishing. If he can combine, the I see the vision. Ring, yeah, if he can combine it, but it's like with his look and his size, you got something. Yeah. But you got to be patient. I, that's one thing I will say about AEW. Anna J and Anna J and Julia Hart. You could tell where they were working with a script during the match. You could tell neither of them knows how to improvise yet. They don't know how to call it in the ring. Yeah. So they still need to work people with greater experience levels. But, but it was not bad. And I do think you have to, so I'll put it this way. If we're going to watch a young company that's, this company is literally about four years old coming up. Uh, if you're going to do this, then you have to get, give these people the time, the space and the grace to develop into their roles. I personally love watching talent develop. Like there, for example, I, I watched, we watched Velveteen Dream go from, that first, not so, we watched him go from Patrick Clark to the initial version of Velveteen Dream, interrupting Shinsuke Nakamura with a go nowhere promo to being a guy that we were actively rooting to be called up to the main roster and potentially get a world title run up there. I enjoyed Unfortunately, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, is and a, then, you know, Bag was, a, bag was fumbled. It's Velveteen Dream. It's weirdo behavior. Don't, don't live the gimmick, brother. Unfortunately, brother. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't, 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 do don't live the gimmick. Um, we had Battle of the Belts Relax. featured Jade. Uh, we got some advancement in the Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie storyline. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them tied up in the ring. Oh, shouts out to Billy Starks. She is a fucking 18. Her and Nick Wayne are prodigies. Billy Starks is an 18-year-old high school senior. 4.0 GPA yes. on her, all that good stuff. Active in her local community. R- r- just really dope young lady and very talented wrestler. And who has been doing this for five years while traveling the world. Yes, very cool, very good, very good. Uh, um, I'm looking for like, drop. Give her a graphic when she graduates. Have her, uh, have her. Go I think that that that, that seems to be the hold up, not hold up, but the reason she isn't signed because she wants to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, even though it seems like she is signed, but not like signed. If that makes any sense, a lot of people be signed with AEW. Uh, people think people aren't signed until they get their graphic. The graphic, the graphic mm. just kind of lets you know that there's there are active plans and work now. They're not just there to do dates and do spots. We're gonna give you something yeah. going forward. Like even AR Fox is getting his, you know, some some people. Well, well, where is he at on Dynamite? Where, well, I mean, you can pretend that. I mean, AR Fox's thing wasn't necessarily to be either Rampage or Dynamite. But he did, and that's also not Ar Fox's thing. Ar Fox He's in Ring of Honor was signed to be on Ring of Honor to you know be on Dynamite sometimes and also help people because Ar Fox be trained. Yeah, Austin Theory is an Ar Fox uh, disciple. Yeah. Like he 
he doesn't exist without AR Fox. Um, like he trains people. So there's a very good chance that he's also doing some coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, like Madison Rain. So, Hopefully she'll yeah. be back from her injury soon. I enjoy Madison Rain. She, she's good for, she does her job yeah. well. Emmy Sakura bought in to be a player coach. And by the way, yeah. Emmy be fucking cooking. Her match with Athena. Oh, Emmy. Her, her, her match with Athena was really good. Her match with Jamie. Ever since match with Hater, she felt like she been out here big stepping on niggas, bro. I fucks with that energy. Yeah. She been out here really doing yeah. her thing. Yep. But yeah, that's another so let's thing. get that into AEW stuff and uh, that whole umbrella. Yep. Speaking of AEW adjacent stuff, Sakura Genesis. Oh, also we didn't mention AEW is running Wembley Stadium oh, yeah, they're for All In. Wembley Stadium for All In. Their first stadium. Which is a week in. before All Out. Which is going to be a week before well, All it's Out. It's in the UK. So uh, it's not their first stadium. Arthur Ashe is. Arthur Ashe was their first oh, stadium. Arthur Ashe is a stadium. You're right. You're right. Word. Yeah. There's a bigger stadium they're going to. Yeah, but I'd imagine this is not going to be a pay-per-view. Oh, they're not going to sell it out. But um, they'll they'll do well. They're just not going to sell it out. Um, they'll probably do like they, 50, they, like, uh Set it up for though, depending on how extravagant. Yeah, they're they're already going to lose. It's a ninety thousand seater for like. You're going to use probably like thirty of those. Thirty. Yeah, 000. right. Just for setup yeah. and production and stuff. So I think they can pull off fifty. I think they can pull fifty k in the UK. We'll see. UK audience. We'll see. I think they already got like twenty five thousand. Not pre sales. They, they, they already like, sold twenty five thousand uh, uh uh pre pre registrations for um yeah pre registrations uh, they haven't started yeah, yeah they haven't started anything else yet so we'll see um but this is a week before all out they don't get big shows often yeah so it's a week before all out uh, Rev Pro already said they're gonna try to run something during that that week too um so we'll see man um I'm guessing this is going to be some something on. HBO Max, well, so for those who don't know, HBO Max and Discovery, whatever fuck Discovery's, whatever the fuck Discovery's streaming service was, which I didn't even know existed. I think the new, uh, it's Max. It's just called Max. Oh, Max Plus or just Max? No, just Max. Um, I think it might be Max Plus. Um, but yeah, so they're doing an announcement on Wednesday for it. So I'm guessing All In will be on there. Um, because it's not a pay per view. Um, yeah, it's not a pay per view, so we'll they see. Like, um, they announce like BR Live and everybody else who they partner with pay per view announces once AEW yep. makes the announcement that you can purchase. And Excalibur, yep, yep, yep. Day, you know, yeah, you know, join us on BR Live or da 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 for. And they didn't do that this time when they announced the event. I can see it being on uh, nope. on Mac. Like that, that'd be kind of like. Yep. Uh, a foot, uh, a test of waters on what streaming via streaming events or streaming shows. With a, I hope AEW goes to doing live TV on. I would love to watch live sports on the HBO Max app. So, well, use it. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's get to. Soccer, right, at some point, I know that was in the works. They already did. It's already started. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's already it's already on uh, HBO Max. It's already on HBO. I don't watch it, but, but I, yeah, 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 it's already uh, on there. Uh, Forbidden Door is going down. Also, <laughs> some AEW news. Uh, their partnership show with New Japan, and we're going to spin off into New Japan and what's going on in Japan because there's three companies about to announce something in Japan. Uh, my guess is probably a Forbidden Door style show or a multi-company G1 is my guess, but we'll see about that. 
Uh, anyway, um, so like I said, Forbidden Door. Hey, I gotta step away for a second. Yeah, you good. So Forbidden Door is the AEW crossover show with New Japan. Uh, the big story that's or one of the biggest matches that's being speculated from that is the potential of Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey too. There's going to be a mini tournament. Uh, and by many, we do mean many. It's going to be uh, four matches. Uh, yeah, but four, four matches? Yeah. The first matches, the first two matches are going to be <clears throat> uh, who is it? Lance Archer. Lance Archer versus Ar- is it Archer versus Osprey? No, it's Archer versus Juice Robinson. And then the other match is going to be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Will Osprey. Then the winner of that match will have a match at Dominion. Yeah, uh, at Dominion. Is it Dominion? I want to say Dominion. We're going to have a match at Dominion for who's going to become the number one contender for Kenny Omega's IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. And I'm thinking since that match is going to take place at Forbidden Door, it's already been established that that match is going to take place at Forbidden Door. That is a perfect time to run Osprey Omega 2 because Osprey and Omega couldn't tie it up at the first Forbidden Door. Um, another dream I would love to see, another dream match, I guess, to come, that you could potentially run at Forbidden Door this year in June is definitely um, Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., We'll see how that goes. And that'd be an interesting dynamic because it's Hill versus Hill. You can make it a TV title match since uh, Zack Sabre Jr. of TMDK, the Mighty Don't Kneel, is the current IWGP World Television Champion. Uh, that belt is ugly as sin, but those matches have been bangers, so I'll allow it. All right. So uh, that about wraps up that news for the AEW Spear of Pro Wrestling. We're going to slide over, uh, take a lateral move over to New Japan their sister company, their partner company. Uh, they are going to be, they just had their recently had their soccer Genesis event. So we're just going to hit the high points of that. Uh, David Finley um, has been made the de facto leader of the bullet club. And at the last pay-per-view soccer Genesis, they uh, did the old classic bullet club. You got to go. They gave LP the boot, stomped him out after the match. I personally would have preferred Elfant. Because El Phantasmo has been putting up weight, step up to the heavyweight division. He's been wrestling a lot of never open weight matches. Had a really dope feud with Shingo Takagi over the, uh, over the. My bad. Oh, uh, you good, bro. Over the, I want to say winter leading into the spring. He had a dope feud with Shingo Takagi. Uh, I personally feel like El Phantasmo would have been a much, much better choice. For uh, the guy to lead the Bullet Club in this oh, era, post Jay White. Listen, dog. But David Finley, I get Listen. why Finley was chosen because of his history and his long tenured rivalry with uh, Jay White. But man, I don't. I, I don't. Okay. Because one, he's doing Jay White cosplay currently, and it's two, but Jay was initially <clears throat> doing Kenny Omega cosplay until he grew that beard and really got a feel for his character. So. And two. This is a significant step down for a leader of the book. From the catalyst, from King Swift, <clears throat> from the single man that we have to thank AEW for existing. No, I'm <clears throat> I'm talking about the whole history. No, no, Let's I, think I, of the history. I'm, from I mean, Finn I'm saying all the to AJ. <clears throat> yeah. Finn to AJ from Finn to AJ to Kenny, just uh to Jay White to David Finley. Like 
Might be time to wrap it wrap it up. Might might be time to wrap wrap up the bullet club. Sir, have you looked in those crowds? <clears throat> those t-shirts are still selling. They're not going anywhere. Bullet Club Bullet Club Maybe is they now should. out. Bullet Club has outlasted the NWO by how many years now? It's oh, been wow. around too long. Now, the reason that it's not the worst thing ever <clears throat> is that um they ain't at the top of everybody card. So um yeah, but still, like um, I got some interesting W. Uh, we're in the same chat, so you probably saw what I saw for the uh, the WWE news. That's interesting. We'll see how that goes. <clears throat> so um, we might as well get into the WWE. Um, oh no, we didn't cover uh, soccer. I didn't, I didn't finish out soccer with Genesis. All right, so I, I started the L, uh, the LP getting kicked out. Uh, Mercedes Monet, uh, or is it Money? Mercedes Monet. Uh, Retained her IWGP Women's Championship in a great triple threat with Hozuki and Azumi. Uh, all three women cooked. I love seeing Mercedes basically stepped in from a completely different world and was out there cooking with these women in a high speed match. And if you're not familiar with stardom, those high speed matches, they live up to the name. It is very fast-paced, very intricate, action, 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 go, go, go. They did very little of the traditional two women in, one woman out. A lot of those, uh, a lot of that match was worked with three competitors for the majority of the match, and she does not look out of place. I saw some whispers and talks when she left WWE and announced she was going to be working with New Japan that well, she's going to get exposed, and she looked great in the WWE bubble, but she's not ready for this Joshi life. And not to overstate a point, but that woman loves wrestling. She went to Mexico. She went to Japan. She trained and trained and trained. Even when she was in WWE, she was just on weekends that she wasn't working. Go and do that shit on her own time. Go down to Mexico <clears throat> for a weekend and be like, yo, I'm going to train Lucha Libre because I can. And she's put all that together over in Japan. And she's going to keep doing it because next we got her and Mayu Iwatani for that belt. And also, as she said, uh, if Unk drops the bag, she's ready to pull up in for Forbidden Door and smack some bitches up. If the bag is right, she will yeah. fight. And I love that for her. Okay, last big thing coming out of Sakura Genesis. They finally did it. They pulled the trigger when he looks the most uninteresting he's ever looked. Nigga literally looked like uh, evil Star Trek Universe Okada during this match. But they finally pulled the trigger. Uh, he left Los Ingobernables to become whatever he is now with just odd <coughs> guys or whatever. I guess they say whatever which is a, guys they have which, in their match. It's a stupid stable. Yeah, it's a terrible stable. If you're going to make Sonata the leader, just call it Sonata Goon. Just call it Sonata Goon. <coughs> but anyway, uh, yes. Sonata is your new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And it's yeah. about damn time. Yeah. Um, I plan on, like I said, I plan on watching it. I haven't got around to watching it yet. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight, actually. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta watch that time. But yeah, yeah. Sonata, Sonata uh, finished his story, unlike other people. So, all right, it's time. Let's, let's wrap up on this. Let's wrap up on this. So, all right. WrestleMania happened uh, last weekend. Yes. Yep. Um. <clears throat> so, I full disclosure. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Go Didn't watch any of it. Did you, oh wait, hold on. Did, did you watch Takeover? There's only there's only one thing we need to say about Takeover, and that is that no, Mello don't miss. Bron, uh, I Bron was no I don't remember what I was doing during Takeover, but I wasn't watching. 
Uh, um, all you need to know is Melo don't miss that man. Him, Carmelo Anthony, is your new NXT champion, as he should be. Yeah. Um. So that's dope. Um. I didn't watch. So I want to be clear. I didn't watch any of WrestleMania. Um. These opinions are of someone who did not watch the show. I am not talking about match quality. Did not watch the show. What I am talking about, I'll talk about is that. booking decisions. Yeah. What I am going to talk about is booking decisions. Um, and why this continues, why I feel the way I feel about WWE and why I didn't watch the show. Um, so night one ended with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn winning the tag team championships. That is dope. Um, that was dope. There, there, I have no notes. That is a dope thing to do. Yeah. Hey man, it also, should have led to how the next night's main event was booked because I was under the impression I was under the impression that them beating the Usos would mean the Usos wouldn't interfere that's not what happened so for the last since Cody Rhodes has gotten to the WWE it's been very clear as far as we thought that he was going to win the WWE Championship from Roman, who has been champion now for two years, two plus years, champion while having the same match over and over again. Uh, um, which is not a knock on Roman. I don't mind. He's a heel. He's supposed to do that. My issue is, it's been going on now for two plus years. It's time to do something else. And um, if you're doing everything to set up um, Cody to be your champion, only for him then to lose, looking like a stupid dumbass, and lose the same way that everyone else has lost to Roman for two years, essentially, I just, I just feel like that's a wasted opportunity. And for those who are like, oh, well, what 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 would they have done if Cody had won? You know what they could have done if Cody had won? Exactly what the fuck they're doing now. Have him wrestle Brock. There, there's like the 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 idea of there's no nothing else to do once he wins the title is fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Like the fact that Roman won is fucking it's bad booking. It's stupid. Like I don't no, nothing that anyone can say can convince me that's not fucking stupid. Because one, Roman ain't even going to be there for the next pay-per-view. Roman, when, when Cody's supposed to win now? SummerSlam? Yeah, I mean. I guess. They'll pass the thousand day mark around SummerSlam. But you'll never get the, that's level, of, stupid. the level of crowd engagement, investment, and heat that Cody had going into this match. You can't replicate that moment. I mean, and that's give me stupid. That Brian Danielson. Oh well, you could say the pop would be. They fell ass backwards into Brian yeah, Danielson. That's what I was about. That's that's what I was working towards. Like that. That is an anomaly. And they did everything they could to shoot themselves in the feet to keep them from getting there. But they somehow fell down the stairs, landed on the skateboard, did a, a loop de loop, and then landed on their feet again. And were like, we meant to do that. No, no, you did yes. not. They fell ass backwards into Daniel Bryan. You had a white hot baby face. Set up. You you've had multiple white hot baby faces set up to be Roman. 
I understood why Sammy didn't beat Roman. Could have done it there because you had someone who you could have given that moment. I understood why you didn't. You had, uh, yes, that fucking Drew in the UK. You've had multiple opportunities to get that belt off Roman. And they're doing what the WWE always does. Fuck up. I understand Roman is the biggest quote-unquote star. You know what he can do when he loses? He transfers some of that to the next guy. That's how it works. It's called the rub in the business, I believe. You know where they fucked up with Roman as a babyface? Not only forcing him down everyone's throat, but also having him just lose all the time to Brock. He lost a bunch of times to Brock before he won the title. That's stupid. No, he te- that he is dumb. Him. Remember, he speared him out of the cage, so Roman would have won if he hadn't speared him. He was so he that's not too much ass, Ben. He kicked too much ass. That's stupid. The the difference between what AEW does and and WWE. So with Hangman Page, no, Hangman no, no, didn't no, no. wrestle for the title. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just, 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 just to beat, just to beat the accusations when they start coming. I think it's best to compare. I, I only compare WWE to WWE. I, I compare AEW to AEW. I compare New Japan to New Japan, so that we don't get into this whole oh this. So let, let's compare WWE to itself in, at its best when they did the right things. Shawn Michaels didn't need to keep heat on Stone Cold to further the story. It was the Austin era. Shawn needed to look up at the lights. The call was made when it was time for Batista. To be the guy to end the reign of terror. They, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't give Batista more adversity because he had been a heel with Evolution before that. They, 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 they finished the story, Ben. They finished that chapter of it, and then he went over Hunter for three straight pay per views. It was Batista gave him the thumbs down, whooped his ass, went to WrestleMania, took the belt, defended the belt, defended it again. They made it very clear that this is a guy going forward. Same with John Cena versus. Uh, excuse me, JBL. There wasn't no, well, we need to make it more relatable or at, no, the timing to, to the second timing. The timing, this company, nope, the same people are in power. They know how to book like that. They choose not to because the audience allows them to. The same people because Vince is back. Bruh. F- f- the old rapist is back. F- fuck those guys we named. Alleged. Fuck those guys we named. Nigga. They knew when to put the belt on Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, two very unvinced guys. So don't tell me that you yes. can't see when something is the right business, even if it's just for a moment. I know what this was. I know what this was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as a lifelong you know what this was. WWE fan, I know you. You you know what this was. For those who don't know, they were never letting Cody win that title the first the first time he go for it. They was never, even if it makes total sense, which it did. That man came from AEW. That man disrespected us by creating a competition. You think Vince McMahon is like, yeah, I'm going to put my belt on him the first time. This is... I don't. Vince went out of his way to kill everyone who was on WCW. Make them all look like dorks. True. That was a thing Vince did. That nigga is Petty McPettington. Well, Cody said like, I, 100%. when Vince flew down to Atlanta to personally sign him that Triple H and Vince both said to him direct or either Vince, you know, Triple H definitely said to him that you, you earned respect by w- 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 with what you did, not just going out there 
And and Drew McIntyre also mentioned that, you know, Vince respected that he went out, didn't leave the business, went and made a name for himself to where he couldn't be ignored anymore and proved that his value was okay. more than what they, so, what they thought he w- would be. So I can respect you. No, see, Vince is talking about when Cody was doing NWA in the indies or whatever. Vince don't give a fuck Triple H, about AEW. Vince views AEW this was this company has a history. This is what they do. Like this, they've been doing this since Junkyard Dog. Like they this is what they if we ain't build you here, even if eventually we get build you. The only reason I the only reason I like don't quite fully run with you on that is because they they bought this man in with fanfare. He went over he went over their guy, their their measuring stick guy. That don't matter. That don't matter. Straight. It kind of does. It's that like, it don't does matter. Hold on, hold on. That ain't the belt. So that ain't the point, our title. They treated him like a guy they were going to put in line for the belt, and then they gave him the Rumble win. They had they had Cody out here doing all the, the future champ shit. So I, I get why people, it was the right thing to do. It was the right moment, right time, right guy. They did not make the call this time. I get what you're saying, Ben. Like he didn't want to give it to him because, but then why even do any of that shit? I just I don't believe. I think Vince wants WWE loves moments, and they want Roman to have that big round even number of a thousand days or a thousand plus days, so he can be up there with Bruno. That part can be true too. Okay, I'm that just, part is true too. Right, this company has a history. If we didn't build you here, even if we don't have like. Even when they don't have animosity towards where you were from, where you were, AJ Styles, they still ain't going to build Nick rookie face until he proved exactly. 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 Like this company has a history. The history states you're going to have to take an L. We're going to have to break you in some, some, some respect because even without them saying it, you know they don't like AW existing. You know they they that shit upsets them that he created viable competition. Um like you know you know that's an issue for them. So no, this is a hundred percent um this is a hundred percent in my opinion, uh now we gotta build you back up in our image kind of thing. That's what this is. So we'll see. But like I said, I didn't watch. Um, I assume it was good, or I assume WrestleMania was good. Normally, the spectacle is. I just matches and all that good stuff. One sec. So yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's just cover like the, the the title matches. Well, you know, there's one match I do want to shout out: the men's showcase tag team match. Those are four to, mm. well, three of those tag teams are absolutely phenomenal tag teams. And that's no knock on uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman. It's just they, they're they a relatively newer team, so I haven't seen their output. But they have some really cool stuff they do, too. Everyone did. Braun went back and did the Monster Splash, which I, I, I also thought it was ironic that that was the first, like, major loss he took when he, was murdering Roman Reigns and decided to uh, do too much shit for a big man and went for that be- beautiful frog splash from a guy that size and missed it 
And that's how Roman managed to beat him because Braun Strowman was kicking so much ass he had to kick his own ass in that match. But don't worry, he got his heat back after the match. Ben, remember, he beat him to death with stairs and made him spit up blood. And then the crowd cheered and was like, hit him again. Oh, that like, did happen. Yeah, remember that one? Yeah, like the crowd was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Roman up some more. Happen. And it's like, do you not see who, who, who should have the belt here? Who should be facing Brock? That's a whole nother thing. Anyway, no, that's another example. It goes back to what we were talking they about earlier, not. how modern WWE has forgotten. Oh, this nigga froze. Or just oh, doesn't God. give a fuck. Oh. I'm not even going to say forgotten. Just don't give a fuck anymore about, hey, the fans are actually behind this or want this. They don't care. Stone Cold's face turn and Rock's heel turn would not happen in this modern WWE. No, it wouldn't. No. no. But anyway, uh, WrestleMania night one, you had the opening match of Austin Theory versus, excuse me, John Cena returning to uh, do some some big part-time money-making wrestling. Uh, We got friends and family playing Cena, meaning that he did not go out there. This was not Cena versus AJ Styles at the Rumble or at SummerSlam here, people. This was... He did not try. These I'm not going to say that because wrestling is very difficult. I would never be that disrespectful. But uh, I will say this. What I mean by do not try, he had a time limit that he had set for himself, and he had no intention of going over that. True. Okay, so, yeah, well, just the phrasing of that kind of came off a little crazy. But anyway, John Cena was definitely working the I have to stay within the bounds of my uh, Fast and Furious franchise, uh, what you call it, insurance contract. So certain bumps I'm not taking. <laughs> like, yo, Cena Cena didn't hit the, uh, the, 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 the Cena, uh, the code red. Cena didn't do the, the diving leg Larry. Uh-huh. He didn't, he didn't do the diving famouser. Cena was like, look, we're going to do every raw match. Every match y'all saw me lose on raw during my like 2010s run. That's how this is going to end. I'm going to go for the AA. The ref's going to get bumped. I'm going to get low blowed and I'm going to get pinned. I'm going to get rolled up. And while theory did win, after that brutal shellacking that John Cena gave him on the mic, I just still don't see. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things where that WWE does this a lot, and they've always done this. Actually, if we're honest about it, if you go back and re- rewatch stuff in the Attitude Era, like you can talk about how many title reigns certain people had, or you can talk about you know moments. But when you look at everything else around it in the moment, it's like, oh, yeah, this isn't as good as I remember, or this actually is not what you're going to try to. They're going to spend. Like I guarantee you, by five, five, six years from now, Ben, when theories, let's say he does make it into a main event level and becomes one of their guys, they're going to talk about how he defeated John Cena at Mania, and I'm going to still remember the actual match and be like, yeah, but uh, it was ass. It was. I mean, the match was good. It was a good by the numbers wrestling. It was a good solid. It was a solid wrestling match. Those guys are too good to have a bad match with each other. I would hope, unless you like book it bad intentionally, which can happen at that company. But anyway, it wasn't yes. it wasn't a it wasn't a statement match. Like when AJ Styles beat John Cena for the first time clean as a sheet, that was a moment. That also gave us the champ that runs the yeah. camp and all the while AJ like when even when AJ lost against like for me, the moment I bought into Roman as being a top guy was when he was not just hanging with AJ Styles, but like you could see where he was holding up his end of the deal in that ring with AJ during their three match trilogy. I, th- yeah. This was not that for Austin Theory for me. It's it's going it's to be a great stat. WWE loves stats that they can put into a, just like we can make a great video package for all this bloodline shit, but if you were watching the TV week to week, like I was, 
you know how much of it was actually as compelling as the the chopped and screwed remix uh promo video before the match how much of that really was that and it's probably maybe 20 to maybe 40 percent tops but anyway yeah. uh so who else had a belt match oh, oh yeah uh the triple threat was the second night so we'll get to that where uh big meaty men slap beat uh we had our main event uh the world tag team titles match was great um it was everything you wanted that match to be it it, it, it was a story the story was told uh i love that uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn came out while wearing their pro wrestling gorilla tribute gear that was a really like dope little inside baseball thing for nerds like us also just again the story of that match sammy hitting jay uso with about four or five haluva kicks kind of having a i'm sorry i love you moment before the last one where kevin owens be like nah fuck that nigga he the ops kill him it's great great also night one co-main event honestly the way those women wrestled people gotta stop this whole nepotism nepo baby shit with charlotte flair she has been cooking since nxt consistently I'm sorry if you don't like her. I'm sorry if you feel she's overexposed. I might agree with some of those takes. I think she should never be a babyface. It just don't suit her. Charlotte Flair is one of the best wrestlers, gender regardless, on the planet today. And I don't, I'm not saying that she's the five-star machine. I'm not saying she should have an intergender match with Kenny Omega. What I'm saying is that when the bright lights are on, she has yet to not, she has yet to not deliver. And her, and uh, Rhea Ripley did the damn thing. Those two women put on a clinic of how you do a WrestleMania match. The only reason that that that, that shouldn't have made a minute based on match quality and story for them is because they didn't do enough building on the story they had beforehand to make it the main event. And also, they came up against uh, they came up against the Bloodline man. That match, that tag match, needed to be the main. And event. everything's got to be behind the Bloodline. Um. Kind of wrap up the show. So yeah, I'm night two. Uh, um, fucking, what was the first match of night two? I can't remember. It, it clearly didn't matter because I can't mm-hmm. remember. It, it might have been the women's uh showcase match, which was a uh, nothing match, but you know, good good for the people that got to work it. They put an extra paycheck in their pockets. I'm never gonna be mad at talent. Get get every bag you can get out of Vince. All right, main things to talk about from that night: the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship, Sheamus. The artist formerly known as Walter and Drew McIntyre, the hot Scott, <laughs> beating the dog shit out of each other. Just 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 beating the dog shit out of each other. Hot damn. That that, that was damn fine. You call that nigga the hot Scott. That was that was oh, you don't remember when that was one of his uh nicknames that they were building him up to face off against Brock? They called him the hot Scott. They, they dropped the Scottish Terminator, mm. which was already weird. I like that better than the hot Scott. Big Daddy Drew Diesel, baby. Mm. He should come out dressed as Diesel. That'd be hilarious for like one night. I'm a weird guy. That would amuse me. Anyway, Goofy yeah, Wrestling. But, um, Shouts out to Simon Miller. All right. Night two, main points. Uh, triple Threat. Uh, Asuka versus Bianca Belair was a really, really well-worked match. I felt I thought Asuka was going to win it. Oh, Hold on, rewind, rewind, rewind. Shouts out to Bianca Belair, always repping for the culture. She had that young dance team of sisters from Compton with her. Uh, the, the main young lady who was doing the cool contortion stuff, she had lost her mother on that same day and mm-hmm. still showed up and just killed her solo. So, like, 
Shout out to her, man. Shout out to Bianca Belair for being just putting on for the culture, always representing any opportunity she gets to represent us on the big stage. She does it and she does it lovely. Call a girl Cena all you want to. Ain't a damn thing wrong with that. When she when she starts to suck, sure, take her out of these high profile positions. But until then, nah, let that queen cook. But anyway, Oscar came out in her kind of mode. Evil clown Oscar's here. And they had a really, really good match with each other. I would say great, even. Uh, some people didn't like the end result. I thought it was a really cool finish, her reversing uh, Asuka's move into the KOD. Kiss of death, for those of y'all who ain't hip. Uh, really great match. Um, yeah, I, I just check that one out. If you have it, it's on Peacock. You know, slide in there, peep it. Uh, and the main event has been alluded to earlier. I will say this. Shit ending, for all the reasons we covered earlier, Great match itself. Those guys. And the crazy thing is they told the story in the match to lead to the result that people wanted. I let my son stay up on a school night to watch the, to watch Mania Night 2. And it was kind of like a beautiful moment because wrestling hasn't been ruined for him yet as far as like, like he knows it's mm. a work, but it's still, he still watches it like without, without, with that filter of being invested. And the way yeah. he got up and walked out the room, when Cody got pinned. It was so pure. It's, it, was just, valuable it, it, it was so it's a valuable life lesson. Because fuck you, that's why, son. Yeah. But Cody um, and, and Cody and Cody and Roman worked a great match. It it felt like the culmination of all this. Everything that happened in that match made you believe. And I guess when I got worked in wrestling, we're supposed to get worked. We're supposed to go on a ride. We might not always like where it lands, but I, I will say I try to always, I don't like to do armchair booking and wow, who's fighting who over there? My kids are fighting. Oh. I don't know what they're fighting about. It's you probably something know. stupid. It's a beautiful thing. It's a hundred percent probably something stupid. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And if I have to get up, they're going to be like upset. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I hear> <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> I got an eight and an eighteen year old, and because they have to share a room, that 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 works out about just how y'all would think listening, literally. Yeah, two completely different worlds of maturity, and then sometimes the older boy, that's my boy, I love him, but nigga, quit being so petty. Your brother is eight. Yes. You don't even know how to. Yeah. You don't even know how to insult you back properly yet. Don't pick you. You literally. Are <laughs> that nigga, like, yes. You don't know how to joke. Um, but. Maybe it wasn't bad, but it was definitely a tale of two shows. One night one felt like a Triple H show. It felt like a takeover, and then night two was very much Vince's show. It felt, and we know this because we know Vince was in Gorilla. Yeah, like speaking of Vince, for night just two, to close out Vince the show. In Gorilla. Yeah, we're gonna close out the show with this. WWE has been bought by Endeavor. Oh yes. Um, for those who don't know what Endeavor is, Whack. yeah, Go Endeavor ahead. owns the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who used to be, I'm a combat sports fan. Um, I used to be a way bigger UFC fan than I am now. I still watch, yes. but I'm way less invested. Um, this is not like a positive. Well, I guess it's a positive for people in the the, the WWE, like the people that own it. For as far as like wrestlers go. There's some contracts from some people that you think are a big deal that are going to get fired. Like, I am waiting, unfortunately, for the, 
another like mass release day because they're gonna cut costs and Endeavor don't like paying people. Um, if you pay attention to MMA, especially UFC, you'll know Endeavor really don't like paying motherfuckers. That's like a, a, a bad thing, paying people. So, um, them ten ten deals been going crazy under Endeavor. I mean, they weren't shit, dude, ten they ten. They, get, they got five five deals. Motherfuckers be getting five and five. That's a, there's no actual minimum in the UFC. Yeah. So yeah, motherfuckers are getting five thousand and five five thousand to show and five thousand to win. Bro, I thought yeah, the so, was crazy. Damn. Yeah, we will see what this ends up fights? being. That is ridiculous. What these dudes put their bodies yeah, through? So, five thousand. I, I don't know if it's for five fights, but it, at least one. Oh, five, five, five per. It probably five increases five, or something. Five, five flat rate for the fight, and then five, 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 uh, five bonus for the winners' purse. Right. That's yes. What, about to say that's what the yeah. ten, ten, five, five, whatever, whatever. You get five. Yeah, 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 bro. Um, five K to um, possibly get CTE or lose your teeth. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the UFC don't like paying people, so I will be interested to see how this affects wrestling. Because also, I think like people are like, "Oh, Kenny might go to WWE." I think this like makes that less likely. I.e., like the Jay White signing to AEW, um, which we didn't mention earlier. Um, I don't know. Endeavor doesn't really care about wrestling. Um, I think they care about owning the WWE. And having Vince back in control. It's a good investment for them. Yeah. And having Vince back in control. I will be interested to see how this goes, but just understand there's probably going to be another mass release day here soon. Oh, that was, that was going to happen regardless because I think they're going to, well, you know, in, in NXT, they started that six months and you're out, uh, policy. Yeah, I think they're going to move that to the to the main roster. But the thing is that they're going to end up cutting a lot of lower card guys and mid card guys, and it's like, well, then who are your guys that you are valued in going to wrestle? Are y'all going to be bringing on? Are you going to go back to like the old? I don't know how. Well, you're like two years younger than me, but do you remember the days of Raw where like Raw had the real actual match was like the first match on the show, and then everything else was squash matches, mm-hmm. guys or enhancement guys? Yep. I could if Raw, I could see Raw going back to that because they barely have wrestling on it anyway now. So I guess if they do like cut down, like I don't want to name no names, so I feel like that's disrespectful. But if you take mid card guys that have been there forever in a day and you boot them to fill the three hours of TV and be mm-hmm. like, we're just going to bring on local TV guys and let them wrestle our biggest stars, and they're going to look like even bigger stars. So they're going to just crush guys. And so uh, the the premium live event matters because now those guys are fighting other stars. Oh damn it! I just made the yeah. sales pitch for them, didn't I? There's a very good chance that that's um. What's gonna happen? Nasty so. business, but you know we'll see. It's a business, unfortunately. But we'll see. But yeah, so that that's it for this week's show. Um, thank everybody for listening. We got just over two hours. Thank you guys for listening. It's been been amazing. You can find me on Twitter at Black Hat eighty nine. Um, that's Jonesy. I forgot his. What's your Twitter? Feral Dom. Yeah, Feral Dom on everything. Uh. Pretty sure. And that is it. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.